Welcome yet again to Through the Balcony for another thrilling episode of our homebrew Dungeons & Dragons Madness. As usual, we're glad to have you, so get ready for what may well be the longest session we've run yet. For tonight, or today, I don't know when you're listening to this, we don't have any new or exciting announcements for you. There are a few things brewing in the next couple of months, but I'll say more about those secrets when we're ready to reveal them. As for now, let's just get this party started. Your journey has finally led all of you to the distant, isolated, and frozen land of Kyrath, despite taking different routes to get there. Kizzy, Absinthe, Bitsy, Olik, and Zenithia, you used a teleportation sigil to make the jump to the motherhouse of Aris and Dalsena, where Kizzy had spent her childhood. There, you were the guest of High Priest Grendon. He was able to help you procure supplies that you would need for the road ahead, while Kizzy led you to the Temple of Solana built outside the city gates. She had a friend there who was able to pull some strings and get you access to another teleportation sigil, this one to the Temple of Solana in Cadena. Though her friend Zephyr was helpful in getting you what you needed, it was actually a tiefling member of the Cloaked Pack, an elite group within Solana's church, that offered to take you towards your goal. After spending a night dining with Grendon, making sure that you were prepared and saying farewell, the five of you met with Cloaked One Battelle and were soon in Kyrath. Meanwhile, Time met with Orlesa, a champion of Solana and Time's old guardian. The two of them, along with Priest Olthen and the Azimar Girl Whisper, made their way to the tomb where Time's father lay buried. Time asked him a series of questions, trying to learn about the circumstances surrounding the events that had killed both of his parents. Once he had a few answers at least, he made the decision to build a pyre and burn the bodies of his parents, putting at least his father to rest once and for all, and helping the young man to move on. In the morning, Priest Olthen used Word of Recall to return the party to Kyrath, where Time was able to reunite with the rest of Two for One Drinks, Bitsy, and Zenithia. Still wanting to cut travel time down, you all hoped to use the sigils connecting the temples to jump south to Erishold, much closer to your goal. Farthrin, another member of the pack, agreed to set up a meeting between you and High Priestess Adana to see what could be arranged. While waiting, Kizzy, Olek, and Zenithia headed into the city to pick up a few last things while Time visited the library. Kizzy eventually joined him there, and after overcoming his nerves, he was able to ask Kizzy for some advice in regards to how to best approach the charming and handsome Battelle. Advice given, the two of them set off to find him. They were interrupted in their search, though. They went to the den, where the wolves of the pack were raised to find Absinthe half-buried in wolf pups. They had seen Battelle, but before anyone could act on that information, the Asmer Girl Whisper drew the attention of the pack by forming some kind of bond with one of the wolves. What that means isn't certain yet, as you watch Doric start to lead her from the room, the three-legged wolf hesitating a moment before following as well. So, that was a thing. This <laughs> is just like, <laughs> covered in puppies. It's the best. Should we go with Whisper? Mm. Nah. That's something that's pretty private. I'm sure we'll learn what later. You, you know about wolf stuff? Not much. A little bit. And it's like, it's probably a bonding thing. And she has been training with Orlesa. Well, so isn't Orlesa going to the meeting? Probably. Yes. We'll definitely be able to ask her but later then. Yeah. Didn't know about the one wing thing, but Whisper doesn't talk much and I don't ask many questions, so. It's unusual secrets. for you. Right. I was gonna to say. ask questions? To not, not ask, ask questions. questions. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Did um that look similar to Yuna at all? Um, Like the, the wings? Uh, yeah, like the, um, when they came out and stuff. It was similar. It was a little bit different, but it was very similar. Is that something that Azimer share just as a race? Yes. Okay. It's similar to the, the, t- the, the natural tiefling abilities that you have. So... When they had arrived, they were asking if you'd seen Battelle. Yeah. And uh, you had seen him walk off down a particular hallway, and you could direct them that, yeah, that way if you want. Yeah, I think he went that way. Mm. Do, you, <laughs> do you want me to be there, or do you oh. want to... Oh. <laughs> do, do you want a puppy? 
No. Just to okay. hold. That's okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't have shared it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I think earlier I may have given some uh, not great advice. I, um, <clears throat> I think if you're just yourself, things could go well. You've met me. Time. I guess just kind of be upfront about, I mean, your interest in him. That That's flattering. Imagine if he had come up to you and been like, oh, hello, Mr. Tiefling boy, or sir, you are very uh, cute. Like, imagine how flattering that would be. But you Time don't have to explode. use those words. Time would explode. <laughs> should I Should I inspire you? <laughs> Get some confidence. How, how are you going to inspire time? <laughs> um... Like I need, I need words. Oh, I need I explanation. No, Wait, no, no, that's not gonna help. Absence is in a pile of puppies telling yeah, time what to like, say. How is this not inspiring? Time, yeah. time. What do you want from uh, this uh, conversation? I like some kisses, or maybe just like I'm someone not to ready talk to. For kisses. I think I you just... are. Everyone's ready for kisses. <sighs> Yeah, you know, I don't think time's ready for kisses. No, you just want to you want some um, build a relationship. Uh, yeah, I might second the like, you might not quite be ready for kisses. I've I've, I've kind of <laughs> seen him in in action a little bit. What did I miss what? out on? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, you know, he. W- w- I mean, that's a very difficult situation to explain. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. So the problem is I'm with that gonna... person, I was avoiding yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was not attracted to her as lovely as she was. I am going to inspire. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then it don't count. Because the song's not going to do it. The song's not going to do it? <laughs> no, not Have for this. Situation. From the legendary Absinthe? Okay, what song? Oh. We I need will, specifics we for this. will rock you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> As long as you don't mention trail rashes. I just think it would be nice. It's if hard he to rhyme with trail me. rashes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we're gonna give you a Well <laughs> <laughs> the first way to start to uh, down that track is to probably introduce yourself. So let's yeah. go find him and okay. we can have a conversation and with him. And add a D8 to an ability check in the next <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> find them in the next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been eleven. Later. Crap! No, <laughs> <sighs> All right, so are you going to go off and try to find him? Yeah. All right, uh, so you head off down the hallway that uh, Absence indicated, and without too much trouble, uh, actually, roll an investigation check. With disadvantage because of nerves. All right. <laughs> because of nerves. Self-disadvantage. You can add a D8. <laughs> Two, so that's an eight. All right. Damn, dude. <laughs> You're, it takes you a little bit of time, but you are able to find him. He's kind of off in a a small, kind of a separate set of rooms that seems like it's probably set aside for the pack. Um, there's kind of a fire pit in the middle, some seating around it. He has taken off his armor and just kind of wearing some loose fitting, fitting robes. And he's sitting back casually in a chair talking to a Farthrin who's kind of leaning against the wall, just talking to him. Those are the two um, yeah. shrouded and then... Um... Uh, yeah, uh, Farthrin is of the Shrouded Pack, and uh, Patel was of the Cloaked. Cloaked, okay. Hi, gentlemen. Farthrin kind of waves at you and says hello, and Patel smiles. He goes, ah, good to see both of you. How are you settling in? Pretty well so far. Uh, I don't know if you've met Time. He's one of my companions. He came earlier with Champion Orlesa. Oh, only briefly. Oh, that's right. Farthrin mentioned something about uh, yeah. our beloved Veiled Champion. <laughs> what? Come on. She's wonderful. <laughs> 
<laughs> that seems rude. Time? Ooh. You weren't raised by her. No, I was raised by Grendon Beardripper. Yeah. <laughs> the veil that has sounds a reputation awesome. that needless to say precedes them. Fair enough. No, nothing against the esteemed champion. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> no. No, she's not too bad once you get to know her. She does keep to herself, though, doesn't Very she? Much. I haven't felt like I've gotten to know her, and I think that she's I not too bad. I haven't gotten to know her. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Damn. I just don't think she's that bad, but okay. Well, I'm sure you have many stories to tell about her if you were raised by uh, her. I'm not sure which ones I'm allowed to speak of, because <laughs> I'd rather live later. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, do these guys look like they would have? They would blabber to her? That is true, but... Blabber, no. Perhaps... In the presence of uh, Master Time here, let something slip that he'll understand and she won't. That's not nice. <laughs> Who said I was nice? <laughs> I don't know. You came off pretty nice when we met, so I guess I was wrong. <laughs> he just kind of laughs. I, I would never invoke the ire <laughs> of the Veiled Champion. Yeah. It's probably like wise. a smart idea at this point. That, that, that is a very smart idea. Because he's going to turn her attention to um, Farthen. Kind of, I don't know. Maybe you're, uh, you're playing playing the wingman. <laughs> <laughs> the wingman. I was I was be like, uh, hi. Uh. How obvious about that are you being? It's Kizzy. She's obvious. Well, Farthorn doesn't catch on to that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she has time. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so just gonna kind of chat about general things. Yeah, I want to ask um, Farthorn about uh, Kyrith and stuff like that. Talk to him about it. I know that earlier I was talking to him about beneath the. Frozen waste and stuff, but I won't ask him about that. I'll ask him about, like, oh, where were you born? This is me asking, not absent. Ask about wolf stuff. Yeah, like, well, what, why? Well, you, well, whisper and the. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They weren't there for that. No, but we could tell them about that and ask, ask what's up with that. Oh, yeah. Your time. Something really interesting happened in the den right before we got here. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 the other person that came with Orlasa and me, uh, whisper. She seemed to have a bonding moment with the, the three-legged wolf. Farthrin and Battelle kind of exchanged a surprise glance. Like, oh, that's they're, interesting. They're going off with the wolf master? Hmm, that's interesting. I'll be uh, curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. What does that kind of mean? I'm not entirely sure. Usually... I, I had asked and they said that that wolf hadn't bonded with anybody yet and that it was a little odd, but I felt... Very, I felt a lot of energy in that room in that moment. Well, I'm not sure what energy it was, but there was energy. It wasn't bad. It, was it wasn't very... bad. It just, not sure. Kentha can be interesting in the way that he works sometimes. Oh. Sometimes he chooses those that you least expect. Huh. Wait, have you guys met Kentha? They're part of the pack. Yeah, numerous times. Okay. Just go. <laughs> so I want to make sure. I don't know how often people meet with Kentha. When was the last time <laughs> you guys saw him? Well, most of us in the pack say our devotions to Kentha. Well, sure, but when was the last time you had a conversation with him? I'm like, only asking when he's we spoke with talk. him not too long ago. I saw him <laughs> yesterday, two days ago. Oh, wow. That was much sooner, much more recent than when we all saw him. Yeah. Farthrin kind of thinks back, like, probably the last pack gathering we had a year ago. Mm. Where does the pack gather? Here? Do they, pack, do they gather here? No. What causes a gathering? Solana and Orkentha have something they wish to uh, impart on us. Direction or information. Well, they don't gather here, then where? 
Or is that secret? Am it I not supposed probably to Probably a secret. We, we have a location. I'm not used to like big, well, not, not big groups. I'm not used to like groups of the same people in my uh, following our risk. We usually are pretty strewn about and we'll see each other and exchange pleasantries, but it's not like a lot of us meet in one spot unless we're at a temple or something. So it's just interesting to me. But tells like that's similar to the way that the cloaked pack works. We run into one another occasionally and gather even less commonly than the, the shroud does. Parthen says, well, we every year or so tend to gather and exchange news of what we've seen around Kyrath, discuss any potential threats or changes that we've witnessed, activities of shades that seem unusual, things like that. In your last meeting, did you guys have any information that was odd? Nothing unusual. Have you guys noticed anything unusual lately? Um, Farthrin thinks about it. He says nothing particular. Just shades. The shades have been just as numerous as usual. Do you guys have any places that are covered in obsidian here? Again, Farthrin thinks about goes not the nothing that I've seen. No, or maybe not obsidian, but like a dark crystal obsidian-ish looking. It's usually like a dark purple. It has a shine to it. Do you a- have some of it? Oh, yeah, it looks like this. Um, Farthrin takes it, and he kind of looks it over, and he frowns and hands it to Battelle, and he looks at it and kind of holds up to the light. And goes, nothing stands out. I haven't seen anything like this in in Kel, but... Well, that's where I got it, was in Kel. Well, then you've been places that I haven't. Well, Jarmal, technically, it's on Kel, but it's not in Kel. You know, you know. Politics. There's not many problems with the undead in, in that particular desert. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Just the one. Two. The two. We, don't, we don't know if that's in the desert anymore. I guess. No. The, d- the desert is fine now. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, these guys might find interest in... Um, Uh-oh. Veritas. Veritas, yeah. But How do you even bring that up? We have an army. Well, we're trying to get time to hug. Yeah, but also information yeah. swapping is great. This way they get some FaceTime. It's okay. You don't go up to someone that you haven't met before. It's like, can you hug? You can, but it seems desperate. <laughs> We're kind of hunting something undead. It's my hunting. Possibly, maybe, maybe not. We're kind of helping Kentha hunt something undead. I owe him a favor. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's going to be. laughs at that. <laughs> yeah. I wish you the best of luck with that, friend. I, I appreciate that. I'm going to need it. It's either going to be belly rubs or something terrible. Oh, it's not going to be belly rubs. He's got a champion for that. He's got three champions. <laughs> He's got three champions for that. Three. Well, of well, course. One, one for each pack. pack. Hey, Jink. Uh. <laughs> Time, you look so cold. You should sit so, down. So, and I'm going to sit him down uh, next to Batel. So I'm not you, cold. I'm wearing wait, a bunch sh- of... you sh- 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 saying sh- that, Batel goes... And goes silent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you doing to do that? I used to do that with Whisper, and I it oh, <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. Because <laughs> whatever, whatever, what's his name? The one handed dude would ask her a question and say she can't answer because I jinxed her a week ago. Then I get beat. I definitely sat you next to Patel though, and you're like, I'm not one coldish. Met Patel. This is Mirin. You have not asked what Farthrun's wolf's name is. Yeah, did we even see his wolf? Yeah, I believe you did. Farthrun, I don't think I've seen. Y- I, if I saw your wolf, I didn't even ask. What what is their name? Uh, her name is Altea. Altea, very interesting name. She's beautiful, sturdy, 
pain in my ass. Oh, the white gray one with the white or the blue eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as B- Battelle is uh, like very animatedly watching the conversation, he's got kind of a small smirk on his face. You can talk. You can talk. That was just a <laughs> freaking. <laughs> he just laughs. It's so um... cute. I should have been a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you can still be a mouse. You can come scurrying down that hallway anytime right. you want. You want to be... I would know. You really? Nuh-uh. Also, do you really want to oh, be a mouse would. in a den of wolves? Because last <laughs> time I was a mouse, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, last time I was a mouse. So you'd yeah. probably be like, hmm, why is there a mouse in here? If I noticed. Mattel, uh, how often do you come to um, to Kyrith? Not very often. So this is what, your second time here? Fourth. This is time's first time here. Yeah. What kind of tiefling tips do you have for this place? Because I already feel a little chilly. Dress very warmly. Okay, we got that. I snuggle with my wolf. (laughs) We don't have that. I'm just like fluffy owl. I don't have that. I don't have anyone to snuggle with. Looks at Parthen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come here in the winter. Well, it's almost winter, right? Or the fall. It's or, fall really, now. or really the spring. That is my advice. Don't to come you. here. <laughs> you can yeah. come in the summer. But we have That is to... that's my advice for staying. I away. need to talk to a spirit. Alright. So how does one find themselves in the cloak pack? <sighs> the packs are very interesting. We are not it is not a path one chooses, but rather one finds oneself on. Accepts. Yes. It was uh me personally. I was Helping a village that was dealing with a, a problem of with undead near their near their catacombs, and it drew the attention of a priest of Solana, and he took me under his wing for some time, and eventually I came to Cadena and underwent my my task to be bonded with Mirren back there in the den, and been in the pack ever since. What do you do to bond? Is it just like you spend special time together, or yes, it. Each one of us is given a task of some sort to complete that forces us to learn how to better communicate with our wolf, learn each other very deeply. Well, I wonder if Whisper's going to get one of those. Oh, Whisper's probably going to get blindfolded. It's part of that task, yeah. yes. It's where we oh, rely on the wolf. Of course. To... Exactly. The, uh, we are blindfolded. The wolf hunts for us, as it was with Solana and Kentha. I'm like, I could, I could do that with Tommy. And, and a- after our, our bonding, we have access to Solana's site, and we can see through that when blindfolded. Which one told me that Solana was interested in me, talking to me? Battelle. Okay. Because he said that he was, on, honestly, that's, I was told to help you come to Kyrith. How does one talk to Solana while they're here? Well, we get a blindfold. Just a nope. champion <laughs> could speak. To Solana for you, or you could speak to Solana through one of the champions. Sounds difficult. For the champion, probably. I've heard it takes its toll. I've never personally seen one do it. Oh, neither of these guys are champions. No. (laughs) They're all champions in my heart. But Solana could also choose to appear to you. That's entirely up to her, how she chooses to do that. Would I know that she grew up here? Yeah. At least that would be kind of the legend. Yeah. Well, I guess legend says that Solana what, grew up here in the mountains or something. That's I've heard many different ways that's been told in the mountains, in the forests, yeah, a, any number of side. things. She knows what's up. Yeah, that's this is Kyrith is her home, and that's why she defends it. Mm. Oh, uh, 
I, I'm sorry. I just got ascending. I'm going to leave you here, time, and uh, I'm going to go take care of what I just got requested. So, uh, <laughs> Time's going to see if he... All the insight checks. No, he failed that. Roll, roll deception. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you have a message. Farthrin did not see through that. Farthrin's oh, not that was a all. natural 20. Um, 11. <laughs> if it meets, it beats. <laughs> Wait, which one's meeting? Yours or mine? I, mine's meeting yours. I'd say that you you get the feeling, especially considering you know that Kizzy was going to try to duck out at some point. She'll make like very meaningful eye contact yeah, with you. Yeah, time's just going to try to mentally just go, bastard. <laughs> How dare you, but thank you. Um, she'll be like, hopefully I'll see you around and then um, to Farthin and then uh, take off. He, he kind of bows his head respectfully and goes, I hope so as well. He didn't suspect a thing. No, he rolled a natural one. Help a girl out, time. <laughs> what a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, maybe not casually mention that Kizzy might be interested in him. Who knows? Um. So you. Uh, so Battelle turns to you and goes, so what brings you to all the way to Kyra? Uh... Guys. Here for hot dudes. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the reason. Frozen wasteland to find hot dudes. Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Mm. <laughs> work stuff I uh, find a friend of a parent one of my parents friends is really? up near here yeah who are you looking for uh, oh, oh, he might know her uh, I, uh, white tree um. <laughs> why did I have to walk away Farthrin kind of looks at you a little bit surprised Udina I believe that's the name why are you looking for Udina uh they knew my mom. Oh. I'm trying to find my mom. Well, we're tr- well, U- Udina's not here. She left about eight months ago. Oh. And hasn't you. been seen since. Wait, does she have a sister here? No, I, I know she had a sister. Okay. But not not here. I, I don't know specifically okay. where her sister lived. Where? Oh, do you know where she went? Udina? Yeah. No one knows where she went. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, yeah, thank you. Ooh, that's another eleven. You can you can tell that he's got some more thoughts on it than he's sharing with you. Uh, but what he's telling you is what he knows. Yeah. Any reason you know why she disappeared or could have disappeared? The only thing that I heard was that she had a visitor one night about, like I said, about eight months ago, and she was gone the next day. Oh. Um, was the visitor a tiefling? I don't know specifically that. No. Um. Perhaps a better, if you're looking for information on it, a better place would be to maybe ask some of the temple guards. Yeah, I might do that. Um, Is there anyone in particular that would be helpful? I'm not sure that perhaps find the paladin in charge of the guard. He might be the one who would have looked at those reports. I tend to just patrol the area, so I'm not often, I'm not always in the city. Yeah, uh, understandable. All right, let me put that on my to-do list. I also hear... We're looking for more places with that obsidian crystal stuff. But goes, I was, I mean, the crystal was lovely, but is, is there something special about it? Yeah, uh, but we don't know what, so we're trying to figure that out. Ah, mysteries. Yeah, life's full of them. Also, I owe, owe Kiz, Kizzy a favor. and You tend to owe lot, people lots of favors. Yeah, actually only two, only two people. Only hmm. two, a lot of favors. But this means that you're a person who... Uh, Offers favors. Hmm, I wonder if I can take advantage of this. Flirty! 
Ding! I'm just hey yo. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> That's a natural two. <laughs> it's like I don't want to owe any more favors. Yeah, it's just <laughs> good luck. It would have to be something pretty, pretty dang useful to me. So Farthrin finally rolled a very good insight check. He goes. Actually, I'm getting ascending as well. I've got to be back. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> natural 20. He is absolutely lying because he's a natural too. <laughs> and does not have a, a deception check. So he gets up and he The <laughs> most awkward. It's time to realize that this might be a, could be a thing. No, I'm going to say, yeah, I don't need a roll for that. <laughs> Time's a smart cookie. I was like, how dumb are you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I hope I hope whoever needs you gets help. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not there and <laughs> I hurt. Battelle has it handled. Huh. Oh, man. You're going to be handled. Huh. So he, he watches Farthrin go with a bemused smile and goes, our friends are very bad at this, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> Yes, the problem is I'm worse. <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment is strong. Yep. Because he resents that. Just off in the distance. She can hear him down the hallway. Just Asshole! Farthin far <laughs> comes down and is like, oh, you're here too? <laughs> she, yeah, she's like waiting and like seeing if she can hear something far enough away. There's a mouse there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betsy, hi. So Battelle doesn't, isn't like super flirtatious. No, no. He just. He asks, like, tell me more about yourself. He's and he, smooth. He just, he's enjoying the time talking to you. and The time with time. The time, the time, time. time, time. He, he asks you what, what kind of things you learned living with Alessa, and I assume talk about the I hunting. Kill. These are my guns. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is no. Des and Troy. <laughs> when you put them together, they destroy. Oh, the one thing I told you was to not pull out your gun. It's the first thing you do. <laughs> I would say that Kizzy would probably go to the end of that hallway after she like scootled out and um would probably like wait to see if time came back at any point. So eventually Farthrin passes you. Oh, huh. and then she'll like, <laughs> she'll be like, a lot of good things are happening right now, and then she'll go catch up with him and like talk to him and just keep it casual ish. She'd maybe like lay in a couple like oh blah 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 flirts. So is there any way you would like to try to lead the conversation or anything you want to ask him or Just, what do you what what do you do for fun? Oh uh, he he tells you that in his spare time he practices playing the flute. Oh man after my heart plays an instrument. Oh yeah, I like I like to play. I play the lute. Oh very nice. So how long have you been playing that? Uh see that would be eight months now? Pretty much since nine, he started nine, nine months, months for nine, nine months, months into this now. game. Been practicing. Uh, our companion Absinthe is naturally talented with pretty much any musical instrument. So and a just they great were the inspiration. one buried in wolves. Right? Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> this could be my legacy. <laughs> Next song, blanket of no, not wolf blanket. That's that's just covered in puppies. Covered, covered in puppies. puppies. It's a light like tavern tune. <laughs> Wanna die covered in puppies. So probably talk about instruments for a little bit. Uh, and then just out of curiosity, time would be like, so this is very racist of me to ask this, and I understand that. But were you at all associated with the Church of Sin growing up? 
No, not oh, particularly. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you, you don't sound like you're too fond of them. No, I'm not. I can say the opposite. I no particular feelings for or against the Church of Sim. Yeah. They don't, they don't bother us. We don't bother them. Where are they nearby? Oh, no. I remember he's from, he's from Cal. Yeah. He's not from Cairo. Okay. We yeah. might run into him again. <laughs> yeah, they they seem to keep to themselves. And yeah. Okay. Uh moving on from this awkward subject. But needed to get that out of the way. Uh, can't date you if you're sim. Can't date you if can't, you're sim. Yeah. Can't can't date you if you're simish. <laughs> yeah. But also oh could I learn anything from you about this? Uh, so yeah, he, he just kind of engages you in conversation and uh, eventually, when it comes kind of time for for dinner time, he invites you to kind of come within the dining hall, and you can eat together and keep talking if you want. And he invites no, you to dinner. I mean, yeah. yes. Olek, is there anything you want to accomplish? Mm. Let's see. I bought some daggers. Mm-hmm. I you bought a dagger. No, I no, bought two. two. Nice. One for each boot. Yeah. All right, boot daggers. Boot daggers. <laughs> um. Gosh, I don't know. We're in a new weird place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you got, you'd come back to the temple with... Um, did I? Uh-oh. Yeah, you did. Because okay. me and Zanny went out with you, and then we all met back up and went back to the temple. Um, Someone's going to have to dig absent out of the puppies. Izzy will probably I help. Know. She'll pull Farthan over and be like, help me out here. Let's like, get some FaceTime with him. Maybe brush up against him a couple times. But, oh, I sorry. Don't, I don't know what Oluk would even be doing. This is such a weird place for him. Like, this is not a boat, or a place with docks, or a desert that I live in now. Or alcohol. Or alcohol. You could find some here. Alcohol. We're in a dormant there are city. bars you could go to. <laughs> Ooh, alcohol. Well, if it's dinner time, or around dinner-ish time, probably eat, and then go to bars. You could probably find a place that has food and alcohol. Yeah, okay, let's find a bar. Roll an investigation check. <clears throat> you guys can get another bar. <laughs> uh, that is a seven. Oh boy, we're gonna get another bar. <laughs> yep, that's a seven. How long would you look for a good good place? At least he's not trying to go for the shadiest. An hour. Okay. Good man. You take an hour, and it takes you that entire hour. So it's kind of even. You're you're getting definitely hungry, and you find a place that's all right. This place smells good enough. That's kind of where you're at. I mean, you've had food that's worse than this. I mean, the food's all right, a little bit overcooked. The, the the stew that they give you is a little bit watery, um, but but the alcohol like it doesn't compare to what you've had back at, at your bar. It's just not as good. It's it's all right, but it you've been a little spoiled there, man. Even the house special isn't good. It's okay. I mean, it, it's it's all right, but it doesn't compare to what Ulan makes for you guys. Mm. Gosh, um, I guess I'll just. The food's not great. The alcohol's not great. How's the atmosphere? <laughs> Bard playing. There's a bar. The, the atmosphere's okay. Like so, maybe the place is. I mean, the, the, you figure the alcohol is just kind of lower end. I mean, you you found a place that a little off the main street, so not super busy, not super popular. It's probably like a little neighborhood bar that you found. It's an Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. I found an this Applebee's. <laughs> The atmosphere is all right. It seems like they probably put more effort into their 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 atmosphere than they did their food or their alcohol. They have all these weird things on the wall. What do they mean? Um, they kind of like have a theme, I but I can't tell what it is. 
Is the theme garbage? <laughs> Stuff that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, Oleg's just going to, I guess, yeah, Oleg will hang out for like long enough to eat his food and to drink the drinks and then just wander back out into the city. All right. Alphonse is buried by puppies. Zenithia. Mm-hmm. He's helping would... out. He's helping them out of the puppies. Help, help. help what is Zenithia wanting to be doing? Could I try and find a library in the city? There's one in the temple. Time went to it, and Kizzy met him there, and that's where they had their how do you get people to like you talk. So yeah, there's yeah. one in the temple. But maybe there's one in the city, too. All right. That well, where, where, do you want in the city or in the temple? No, in the city. Roll an investigation check for me. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, 19. Okay. Uh, you eventually find that there is a temple to Kelteo here. I don't know who that is. That is the the goddess of knowledge. Mm. Perfect. Uh, so you, you find that relatively quickly. I mean, it's pretty easy to find. It's on one of the main main streets on one of the upper levels. And so you are able to go in, um, and there is an attendant there who can grant you access to some of the library, but you have to be a, accompanied by them. I want to find like history on this specific area around okay the city. Uh, anything specific you're looking for not really like i would say just like history within the past like more recent history not like how recent are you talking okay i'm recent for an elf so like <laughs> a couple hundred years ago a couple hundred years okay um <laughs> you there's not a whole lot to be learned i mean kyrith is fairly stagnant in its history i mean it, it just kind of keeps going one winter comes one winter goes anything about like abnormal magic occurrences looking at that um really the last major event in kyrith's history there's been a couple kind of shifts of power within kind of the churches that have solidified them into where the churches are what run things now but one of those events that happened was in a city called Freyguard on the southern coast of Kyrith, there was a magical catastrophe. Cool. And the city like right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> is uninhabited. Oh. The temples warned the, the mageocracy there that was kind of running a p- decent part of the city that they were conducting experiments with magic that were too dangerous. They evacuated as much of the city that would listen to them. And the only temple that, s- that stayed behind was the people at the Basilica of Solana. Hmm. And that is the only inhabited building in Freyguard to this day. And it has been renamed the Bastion of Souls. Wow. Yeah, that's just kind of... Freyguard? Freyguard. So to this day, and, and that was about 700 years ago that that happened. And it is uninhabitable. Nothing grows there. Nothing can live there for long periods of time. It's Chernobyl, but right? look out the plant growth That's that we talked about today. Like, <laughs> it's, and it's the abundance of It's a magical, undead Chernobyl. Wow. Wait, so there's undead inhabiting it? The dead do not rest well in Kyrith, and tens of thousands died in one instant. Oh. And their spirits still linger, which is why the Bastion of Souls stays where it is, to keep the spirits from wandering from Freyguard into the rest of Kyrith. Was it enough spirits to create another um, legacy artifact? You don't know. Uh, it sounds I'm, like Taylor's it. asking Adam right now. 
Um, Based on our knowledge, yes. Signs point to yes. <laughs> signs do say that, I mean, potentially. Mass murder. Mass death. All right. But the souls are still there. Souls. Instead of being put into something. Make yourself a philosopher's I mean, stone. So, but here, like, if they were trying to make one and could then be. gigantic explosion that failed. Yeah, it could have been a failed attempt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that amount of death, if it was put to the use of making a legacy artifact, probably could have succeeded. 700 years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's too young for a legacy artifact, though. Not if they're like, artificial. Legacy or... can start whenever. Right. Uh, I guess so. I know where we might find a legacy artifact, guys. <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, they might call it a legacy artifact not because of the age, but because it took a legacy to... Yeah, an entire legacy it of people. It took an entire to legacy of people to make it, yeah. Oh, how far away is this from us? It's pretty distant from you now. It's kind of the opposite. Like you're about as north as civilization goes. I mean, there's still like, you've kind of heard there were some ruins, maybe dwarven ruins north of here, but nothing. Real, no one really lives there. It's as far south as you can go from here. But you know that your next goal is to go to Port Eris, which is about a week and a half away from the Bastion of Souls. Hmm. Okay. Can I find anything on the Dwarven Ruins around up to the north? Uh, this is probably the last thing you have time to look for. You find just kind of mention of dwarves that lived in Kyrith about 2,000 years ago. There was a, a large number of dwarves because Kyrith is rich in minerals. It's very, very mountainous, mostly mines. There's a lot of mines that the dwarves placed here and had cities that supported them. Um, but sometime about 1,000 years ago... No, about 1,500 years ago, there was a Dwarven Civil War, and they returned to Dunmira to take place in the clan wars that happened there. Hmm. And you know a little bit about that history from just your studies, is that at one point, the city was under a, the control of a different family, and their, their leader was assassinated with no heir apparent, and the entire kingdom of Dunmira sealed itself off for the better part of five, six hundred years. So they just abandoned it, or it's not entirely certain what happened? They all left. Like, maybe a few stay behind. There's some a lot of dwarves that live in Kyrith that kind of were from there, hmm. but they kind of got their use out of those mines and then decided to return home before it was sealed off completely. And for about 600 years, there was no contact between Dunmira and the outside world. Hmm. Okay. Is there now? Yes, there is. I'm going to go find Olin. All right. You probably end up finding him back at the temple. Probably. Bitsy, what are you doing? Not going to hang out at that Applebee's. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hung out with Absinthe for a bit, talking to puppies. Because, you know, she was covered in puppies. And I was talking to the puppies she was covered in. I don't know. Besides that. Yeah. Like, what are they saying? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could talk to them. Probably how you convince them not to eat absinthe. Yeah, no, not to like keep biting you. Yeah. Look at puppies. His friend, not food. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 there's nothing else you really want to do. That's fine. Uh, eventually, maybe you you help Kizzy and and Farthrin unbury absinthe from the, the very warm. If you must. <laughs> well, it's almost time to eat absinthe. Yeah. I would hate for you to go hungry and then the puppies go hungry because then they'd the probably hear it's will, almost time to eat, eat absinthe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got, you guys could eventually go go to dinner. You would see Time and Battelle kind of off having dinner. 
a like, table. No, Jabson, like, yeah! Being awkward. Aww. But Kizzy would probably go and join them. Just to... it. She'd judge the temperature and just be like... Just look, please help. And help. then she'd go and she'd sit with them. I'm scared. She'd We've been talking this whole time. We've been talking this whole time. I'd drag, I'd drag everybody with me to go sit right. with them. Uh, Zenithia, is there something you wanted to talk to Olik about? No, I just wanted to find him. Okay. I will share. I will share what I learned with everyone else, because knowledge is power. Unless you give it to the wrong people, then you get sprayed on. <laughs> or your city explodes. Yeah. Whoops! Sorry, guys. I blew up the city again. Think of the no, potential for power. How do we know? Okay, it wasn't, but okay. You and your best friend, the Mist Rot staff. They're more of acquaintances. Check out my new boot knives. <laughs> Whoa! Boom. Where'd those you get those? It's got big boots. Yeah. I met an orc. Cool. Who is a smith. Extra cool. And I bought these daggers from him. And then I went to a really n- unimpressive tavern. Well, did you ask anybody for directions? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have probably asked like somebody who didn't look like a thief or, I don't know, or you could have ne'er-do-well. Oh, yeah. the thief. They yeah, probably would know the place pretty well, too. But, like, where's the best place to steal from? If you want to ask Rip Raff, Farthrin here knows some places. Oh. Are you just saying that because he has a scruffy beard? Yes. <laughs> wow. Grendon would rip that off. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think it's too short. Beard <laughs> ripper. Did you try and grow out your beard, Farthrin? Whenever I'm traveling, I don't take the effort to cut it. Just careful. Some people rip beards. Like I've, I've now been warned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know. Knowledge is power, right, Sandy? Yeah. No, we we all met her dad. And he his, he rips beards. He's not my dad. Some people reach for the sword. He's kind of your dad. He's, he, <laughs> he's, he's your complicated dwarf dad. He's not my father. He's not my dad. Church, he's neither. Church daddy. Church, he's Grendon. Church daddy. He's Grendon. <laughs> he's the beard ripper. Yes. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys like to accomplish this evening? Uh, flirting with Farthrin and encouraging time, but not pushing him too far. They had I don't stuff have any dice on the to walls roll that it didn't make sense. If I will give time we'll to drill rushes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So what, what roll? He doesn't need those right now, Bitsy. But it's fun. It's for later. Because <laughs> he doesn't get it. I know none of us do. Large exaggerated See wing. See if it's a bad idea or not. I don't know. Mouse noise. It's, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I give you trail rashes. <laughs> just, just <laughs> stare at them just like, why must you remind me of and this? We... You can never escape your past. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the trail rations. I succeeded not pulling out of my chair lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Like some trail rations, Patel? <laughs> At dinner, so forward. Kizzy is sitting there like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Killed his shot. <laughs> she's, one fell she's looking at him like, "We are at dinner." Bitsy's, Bitsy's <laughs> dying. Yeah. We're all confused. Just he's trying. <laughs> Kizzy will get but tell me like, "I don't." Understand. He was raised by wolves. <laughs> oh my gosh. He he lo- he looks at them a little confused. Looks over at this little halfling that is just. Dying of laughter. <laughs> I guess I could save it for later. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't know why I offered. It's appreciated. Now I guess I owe you a favor. 
Oh my goodness. No. See, I help. She says with her maniacal <laughs> laughter. Let's see. Maybe better women than I am a halfling, okay? I do tend to be a little ornery from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there, is there anything you'd like to accomplish? Anything you'd like to try to get more further conversation with Patel time? Wants to get a hug. Doesn't have to be on the first time we talk. Ugh. They got to hold out to like date number three. You guys tell, what can you guys tell us about um, Port Eris and Ereshold? That's hopefully where we're heading next. Farthrin takes this up because he's he's the local. He he tells you that Port Eris was built after the destruction of Freyguard. Um, as kind of the new trade port on the side of the continent. Uh, Ereshold is a much older city. Uh, most of the other temples moved from there to. Port Eris when it was built, um, but the Temple of Solana remained behind. So is there just another one in Port Eris, or is there no, not one at no, all? No, there Port is Eris. not one at all in Port Eris. Huh. Which kind of makes sense with a lot of the things you've seen about, like the temple you saw in Dulcena, and that that they aren't really for show, and they had a temple; it worked for them. Why go and yeah, move? Why leave? Yeah, you you know that. The priesthood of Solana doesn't really recruit. Like it's just people who have that call or want to follow that life will go into it, rather than them trying to find people to flock to it. If they had a priesthood of six people, that's what they would have. What drew you guys to the pack, respectively, each one? Yeah, uh, Mattel kind of retells a story that he told Time about how he had an affinity with taking taking care of undead. Where were you raised? I was raised in northern Kel, a little bit to the west of Malsena. It's lovely. Oh, well, I look forward to adventuring. And then uh, Farthrin, just born and raised in Kyrath, uh, he actually aspired to be part of the pack um, and because he grew up seeing them. And he, he kind of mentions how a lot of people in Kyrath really frown like they don't like the pack because they make them uncomfortable because they're these people who are just steeped in they're they're the the messengers of death for Solana. It's just, it's very superstitious. A lot of superstition surrounds them, but he he never felt that way about them, and he tried and failed to join the pack when he was much younger. But that didn't deter him, and so he stayed in Cadena and chose to work in the temple until he was able to prove himself and become a member. Where are you from here in Kyrith? I grew up near Sheheim. Oh, that's the capital toward, or not the capital, but like the bigger city towards the west? Yes. I mean, I know all of the cities because, and then she'll just like throw out her map and be like, ha ha, I'm the nicest map. Do you have anything you could add? And then she'll sit next to him like shoulder to shoulder and be like, show me what you can add to this. Um, he, he does. He adds, he, he does start adding some details to your map. He specifically looks at the route between... Kind of the area starting kind of around Aerosol where you're going. He marks some caves and places like that that if you're traveling you can stay in. He specifically marks them between uh, Aeris and uh, or Aerosol and Port Aeris. He just kind of fills in little things here and there, marks a couple of villages that aren't on your map. Do I have um, Trends of Aris marked on my map? <clears throat> you have maybe a couple, but he will mark those on there as well. Okay, perfect. Um, so Kizzy and Farthrin are busy doing that for quite some time. So, unless there's anything else you guys would like to do? No, not really. Um, Patel pro- 
very clearly stays talking with Utime longer than other people, mm-hmm. but he he definitely is giving you space that you need. He's not he's not occasionally he kind of pushes like boundaries a little bit to make you a little bit uncomfortable and get you a little flustered because he thinks that's adorable. But he doesn't ever push it so far that you're actually uncomfortable. <laughs> just is this good? I guess it's good. I don't know. I was raised by Arlesa. Like I whispered into Abs and like just just message just message to time that it's going well. <laughs> he does tell you that he will uh, if you're all right that he'll j- come with Farthrin in the morning to see you guys at the meeting with Adana. That'd be nice. And, uh, oh, did we ever get a time for that? Because we established we're gonna after devotions, after yeah. the temple's devotions, she'll meet with you guys. So, you guys find your way to the rooms that have been set aside for you. You eventually all find your way to sleep. I assume. Attempt anyway. <laughs> a lot has happened in the past twenty-four hours for time. Yep. <laughs> She's like lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Cute boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you all. Awaken in the morning, you're able to have breakfast, kind of in the same little dining hall area of the church. And after the temple devotions are done, uh, Farthrin and Battelle do come and sit down with you. They eat a quick breakfast, and when you're ready, they can take you in to meet with Adana. Uh, Battelle asks how you slept last night. I, I slept. <laughs> and you? Very well. That's good. He goes, I, I did get a, a little bit peckish in the middle of the night, and I ate those trail rations. <laughs> Fitzy Snickers. <laughs> Wink. So you guys are, are led back to... you. Most of you haven't been here. Time, you came through this room when you mm-hmm. arrived. Uh, you're led into the sanctuary of the temple. And there are fairly... They're, they're well-made, but simple tapestries kind of hanging on the walls. There's the statue of Kenton Salon at the far end. Uh, there's some kind of places to sit down, uh, like low seats if you guys want, like padded seats. Mostly people would kneel on them kind of for devotion things. Uh, and there is Adana Willow, the high priestess here at the temple, who time you met and you, you have not... Uh, Adana is a human. She looks like probably about mid-40s, uh, black hair going gray, but kept in a very long braid. And she smiles seeing all of you and bows a little bit. And Orlesa and Whisper are there as well. Because you like nod to Orlesa. She's excited to see her, so... She nods back. Uh, Adana says, well, I understand that all of you uh, wanted to see me and arrange a teleportation to Arishold. Yeah. Um, is there a time that we could... Is We would love to do that if it's allowed. I mean, we were told that we might be able to do something in exchange for this. Yeah, so Farthan mentioned he'd said something along those lines to you. He also mentioned that I should make you guys go and slay a dragon. I thought that was... <laughs> I mean, he did He did mention something about the worst could be us slaying a dragon. Did, did I mention that? We, uh, <laughs> I mean, we have. Yeah, we've fought a dragon before. Yeah, I got the... I, I, am, I will happily I allow you to teleport to Eris Hold if you wish. So we're going to have to fight a dragon? No, no. <laughs> I have a message I would like delivered. What if we wish to slay a dragon? I mean, <laughs> if I when we can't. Like, he's like, like wait, you got no, my hopes up. I want to fight it. I want to write it. I want to make something out uh, of it. I, I, would, I am curious yeah. to know what your business in Arishold is. Oh, uh, we're looking for an acquaintance. Yeah, uh, a friend of, I guess, my mom, uh, Udina Whitetree. We're looking for her sister, because we understand that Udina hasn't been seen in a while. 
And yes. We wanted to speak with her, and since she's not around, we have a, a lead on her sister via Kentha, so we wanted to follow up on that. And if he found it important enough to give it to us, I assume that we should probably follow up. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> now it's time to start. Uh, could you roll a persuasion check for me? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Ooh. Twelve. All right. She seems not... She seems a little uncertain about that, but she doesn't seem like she disbelieves you. Um, she goes, well, uh, her sister does live in Port Eris, so if you wanted to find her, that's where you would would need to go. Oh, I, I'm also here kind of dragging these ones along, trying to find, uh, trying to find somewhere that's underneath the frozen wastes. Vague god information. Deity information. Yes, that happens. But uh, I can arrange teleportation for you whenever it's convenient for all of you. I do just ask that you deliver a message for me. Of course. Uh, I need you to go and find Polania of the Shrouded Pack. She is in the Bastion of Souls. Mm. There you go. In the Bastion of Souls? Yes. Within the Bastion, like not just in the city, but like in the Bastion of Souls. In the Bastion of Souls. How long do you suspect that they've been there? It's where she's been doing her work. When's... Wait, who has a temple there? Solana. Solana. That's it. Which okay. is this temple. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, well, temple's a strong word. Outpost. Outpost. <laughs> From what you read, it was that temple is what keeps the spirits from leaving Vragard. It's kind of the beacon that holds them there. Hmm. So so yeah. it is a good, there's <laughs> like, out of character. Um, so this place is something that is, like, there's people there. At the Bastion, there is a small contingent of priests and clerics that do their best to maintain watch over the spirits there. Okay, Put them to rest as best as possible. Ghost patrol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they are in fact so it wouldn't be completely crazy for a member of the pack to be there taking care of that. Okay. Um, how do we get into the Bastion of Souls? There, there, are, there are people there who will meet you that, that man the temple, the old temple. Is it in the middle of the city or on the outskirts of the city? That's what I was thinking. It's in the city. Okay. Okay. I, have you heard from this companion of yours lately or are we delivering a message because they've been out of touch for some time? She's been out of touch as long as she has been there but that is because sendings do not work into that area. Do we have a guide that we could meet with? The guide will be the giant basilica that we'll be heading towards. The area is dangerous but you all seem to be accomplished adventurers. Mm -mm. Most of us. Looks are very deceiving. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Boot daggers. <Yeah. laughs> look in the back like... <laughs> we were just talking about how we killed a dragon. Yeah. I mean... The bastion is a beacon that will lead you to it. Stay to main roads, and you should be safe. Right. Should but be. be careful. The strangers. Is it <laughs> more strangers. safe in the day or at night? Or does it not matter? It doesn't really matter. Fair enough. All right. Mm. We're heading to winter. It's probably going to be night most of the time. Yeah. Um, do do, do you have a letter or is it just a verbal message? She, she does pull out a scroll that is sealed and hands okay. it to you. And I'll put it in my bag of holding. Nature pack. Yeah. All right. Well, we can definitely do that. I guess 
is it is there a pretty straightforward path from Port Eris to the ruins of Freyguard? Yes. Like there. what a week and a half or something for travel? Yeah, that's that's accurate. Depending on weather and means of transportation. And it is almost winter. I wonder how so. the weather is. Probably not great. Snow. Dog sleds. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. I could talk to him. There's a, a road. That, I mean, there's still some villages in that area. There's still a road that runs near it because there is still a road that runs to Sheheim in the far west. So it's still mostly traveled. Um, just the area around Freyguard is not populated anymore. So are we meeting anyone in Port Eris to... Guide oh, us there at all, or temple-ish no, no. outpost. If if I had people that could could make their way there, I would I would send them. That's a Fair good point. Enough. That's a good point. I I'll mean, Parthen's been sitting on his butt for a while. I'm surprised you haven't <laughs> sent him. Parthen doesn't want to go to more go near the Bastion of Souls. I don't. Oh, you a chicken? Him. Him's fighting words. We could get a carriage for a hundred gold. It's been long established that the pack tries to maintain a presence in as much of Kyrith as possible. This place is mine. Plania, bless her, can have the bastion. <laughs> so, whenever you would like to leave the temple is up to you. Um, we have everything we need, I believe. We, we have enough food and cold clothes. all this stuff that I've got a magic heat rock that we were going to mm, put yeah, in our put big in tent, tent yep. but then put our little tents little in there tents so we can in be the intense. Big yes, intense. <laughs> yes, I have a big tent and a space heater. It's a big heater. <laughs> we'll have to keep like the the doors of the little tents inside oh. open. Yeah, until you go to bed. They're like blankets for your blankets inside another big blanket. Yes, yes. that's bedroll tent, bigger tent, hot rock. They're totally worth all of our time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds cozy as fuck. <laughs> Think of how warm like a tent gets when it's just in the sun. So is there anything else you guys would like to do? Um, I, I mean, guess. unless somebody wanted us to spend more time here. For some certain reasons, like a guy. Because he would want to go say hi to Orlesa. All right. Orlesa's there. Yep. Yeah. Is the wolf there too? Yes. <gasps> she just like looks at them like, oh. and then looks like, I trust everything went well yesterday? It's still in discussion. Interesting. Um, how does Whisper look? Like she kind of like, I know that she's she's probably pretty stoic most of the time, but does she at least look kind of like excited about? She looks v- like she's very like distracted by this wolf that's with her, and she seems to be kind of paying her most most of her attention to the wolf and kind of tuning out everybody else. Fair enough. The the high priestess and I are discussing some things. That's um wonderful. She she and I have some disagreements. On on things, and we are of equal rank. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've seen those go down. <laughs> Does make it difficult? But I expect all will be well. I would assume so. You have a great. You. It seems like you have somebody you've been training very well. Mm, which is apparently part of the problem. But how's that I, a problem? Uh, Something about a stepping outside my bounds of authority. Training somebody who wasn't part of the pack and pack tactics. Uh, you know. <laughs> Time's just like, oh shit. <laughs> but the way I see it, I had a high priestess's permission to take <laughs> care of that. Why do I feel like you've probably used that one before? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I think I heard yesterday that Kentha has his own way of doing things, so. Yes, he does. Were we planning to come back here? 
don't think you had a plan past Arishold. We really have the plan of go to place. Well, now we do. We now have you do. Arishold, the Bastion, Bastion of Souls. Don't die. Um, I'll ask Adana. It's always um, is the letter or is the message I'm going to deliver going to be bringing uh, your shrouded pack member back here? Potentially. Okay, that's good to know. Are we going to have to be worried about being killed because we're the messenger? She hesitates a moment. Oh, that's not a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No one's going to know. It's in a bag of holding. No, no, People no, who know her. No, no. we I, her. Like, we don't, kill the, don't kill the messenger. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the nature of the message? No, th- okay. that will be fine. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's not bad news. All right. Uh. What kind of person are we delivering this message to? You're delivering this message to Polania. It, it's probably a special, I mean, because they're in the Bastion of Souls, so I mean. Yeah. Well, it must they, be a grizzled veteran. Or a little off. So, uh, Battelle, where are you heading after this? At the moment, I'm not sure. I think I want to stay here for a little bit at least. But uh, eventually I'll have to return to Dalsena. Well, we might see you back here again. Who knows what happen? what'll happen out there. I certainly hope so. And he definitely looks at time as he says that. Well, if we meet up again, we should spar sometime. I would enjoy that. <laughs> I gotta see how he fights. Time's got priorities. <laughs> Just is, is he a competent warrior against things that aren't undead, which he has the clear advantage over? That's true. So is, is the consensus that you guys are going to head out soon then? Yep. I think so. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Farthrin and Battelle, uh, they say they'll take charge of you guys and take you down, take you to the uh, sigils. Orlesa does kind of uh, get your attention time. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of, not like get over here, like just kind of like, oh, like gets your attention. And uh, if you go over and talk to her. Yeah, I will. Take care, Timus. Kyrus is dangerous, but you're in good company. I suspect if you come back this way, I will still be here. Okay. Well. Try not to go insane, insane stuck here. I think it'll be all right. You got good company, though. I do. I have something to keep me occupied, so. Uh, so they, time you've been here before, but they kind of lead you into a set of chambers beyond the sanctuary and down some stairs, and you walk to where there are a number of sigils. And I think before I said there were five, there are actually six sigils here. Okay. Mystery sigil. Uh, two and two are inactive. <laughs> um... Is Farthrin with us? So two of those are inactive. Where did they go to? Freyguard and Ekthara. Oh, so the one to Freyguard doesn't work. No. Ekthara? All the way in... The ruined city. The city was destroyed during the Elven Civil War. Right. There was once a temple of Solana there. Oh. Once. Mm. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> All of us like just looked at Zanny. What are you looking at me for? I have nothing to do with that. Mace... Um, Probably. I've never tried traveling to Ikthara. This may still work, but I, the sigil definitely does not work the way back. Oh. One way trip. Can I copy these ones? Ooh. If you like. I really want to go there. I don't know if they'd be useful for us, because, I mean, they're right to a but temple. To, yeah, to a temple that is in an you can area. E- you that... can easily memorize one or two without too much trouble. Can I memorize one for here at least? Here, and you could memorize Ikthara's if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, I I will ask permission first. 
Okay. You know, just run there with a piece of paper. I'll ask like if there's any like acolytes that are in attendance there, like keeping it like a watch over the room. I'd be like, can I um utilize a couple? Like, can I memorize a couple of these there, just in case we ever need to go um, anywhere? They give you permission to copy the one for this temple. Um, they they don't care about the ones for Freyguard or Ekthara because they like I said they they feel that they're not really danger. Um, they they say that. To not use them casually, that if you're in an emergency situation, you're welcome to use them, but that you will have to explain yourselves to the paladins in attendance when you arrive. I would certainly try and send yeah. ahead. And so they, they do kind of say, like, you can use our temples. Question. How does the scroll teleportation work with that, then? Oh, it would work with any of those symbols. You would scribe the symbol, cast the spell. Oh, okay. So, okay, in theory... um. Could Nathan then use the uh, scroll with the Freyguard one to get us to Freyguard faster? Or would it not work at all? You don't know. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> risk dying. Taylor's asking this, not not for you, Kizzy, but like for game stuff. You could potentially try it. You don't know what would happen. Sending doesn't work into Freyguard. Yeah. Ah, that's right. So okay. teleporting into Freyguard may get you ghosted. I find it very interesting that we can't send into Freyguard, even though sending is like a spell that goes across planes. Yeah. I have a teleportation circle in my house. Is it the same thing? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. We could go to Teleport your house. to your house. Basically. What's up with grandma? <laughs> Tell me. You, you know the coordinates for your house. Your house has one back to school. Cool. It was set up by your parents so you could visit home more often while you were in school. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want you to learn something. Man, your parents are freaking people with parents. Uh, so you're yep. So you're able to copy down Freyguard for any reference you may want. Uh, Ikthara, in case you ever want to pop over there. Um, but so when all of you are ready, they take the minute, cast, activate the spell, portal opens, and you can all step through to Arishold. Before they go, because oh. you'll be like, Farthrin, I think you're cute. Hopefully, I can see you later, and then we'll go through. Patel with time goes. I hope to see you when you return as well. And then from the other side, woo! You too. It's been it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a pleasure to get. Wants to know you deeper. Um. So there's nothing else. You all pop through. Because he's like um, waiting on the other side, like high five ready with time, like. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um. So you, as you come through the portal, you find yourselves in a chamber dimly lit by the eerie blue light that you've seen cast at the end of the torches in the other temple. There's just flames, little sconces along the wall. Uh, there are three other sigils here beyond the one you came through, uh, which would be to the other three temples here in Kyrith. Uh, this, but this one does not have the inactive dead sigils, just the ones to the active temples. Newer. Newer place. That is actually something you do notice. This place does seem to be of newer construction than certainly Kadena. There are anyone else in the room? Yes, there okay. are. The, there are <laughs> two, two paladins who are just kind of standing, standing guard, uh, and there is a woman wearing dark robes uh, waiting for you. And apparently, they sent ahead, letting them know that there were going to be people coming. Um, and she she bows slightly to you and goes, uh, "Welcome to Arishold." Hi, I'm Thanks. Kizzy. This is uh, we're. Two for one drinks and Bitsy and ladies and Ithya. Uh, what's your name? I'm I'm Tana Adora. Uh, so she's a half elf. She has red hair, blue eyes, 
Adana sent ahead saying that you'd be arriving. Oh, are you the um, high priestess here? I am. Well, um, I don't think we need to be in your hair for very long. We, what day is it? Morning. Um, we, uh, yeah, we don't want to be in be uh, in your way for too long. We, uh, we have somewhere we need to head off to. Did she mention what our uh, mission was? Our goal? No, she, uh, she did mention that there was a task. I don't know what it is. We're delivering a letter to um somebody of the pack. Best of luck. If you have if you need have any need of aid in that, please let me know. Uh, we're heading towards um the Bastion of Souls. Take care. To deliver this letter. Advice would be nice. I mean, I think other than stay alive. Stay alive. Stick to the paths. Stay to the main streets. Head head towards the Bastion as directly as you can. All right. Don't talk to any weird skeletons or ghosts. Stay away from shades. Hey, weird skeletons sometimes give you free magic powers. How um how treacherous is the road between here and Port Eris? Um, not too troublesome. No. Um, I mean it is Kyrith, so we do understand that at least. I mean, there's there's yes, there's always dangers on the roads. Um, how long is it between here and there? Depending on your travel time, about two days, roughly. It's fairly close. Has, have we gotten indica- any indication on what kind of weather is coming our way? Well, you wouldn't have because Cadena is far enough north that it would be different weather patterns. Okay. So, ask Bitsy. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was just wondering if like anyone had mentioned like, oh, it looks like snow or oh, it looks windy. It looks like it's gonna be windy because like on a mountain. I could dude craft. Yeah. You. Kizzy would ask it hasn't Kizzy. Happened, hasn't happened yet. You know that you kind of heard. You don't know what the weather was like outside Cadena. You probably heard that it was snowy. You probably saw some wolves covered in snow. Um, but that was Cadena, not not here. All right. So she goes, yes. So if there's any, anything we can do to aid you in, in delivering your, your message, let me let us know. We we appreciate the aid. Um, you ask about Udina. Well, don't worry. Udina would have been in. I know in in Air, in Port Aris or Arishold. Udina was in Cadena, uh, the one that disappeared. Her sister is in Eris, or Port Eris. Oh, shoot. I got there. Oh, well. On the way back. <laughs> what? To talk about Udina's disappearance. We knew about that, though. Yes, but I was told to ask the guards if they had a little more details. But, oh, well. Time yeah, was yes. distracted. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows that all too well. So, wait. Yes. The lady we're looking for is in this city? The, the next no, one. It's the one that's Eris. two days away. Yeah. Okay. We should should we go do the letter first? No, it's <laughs> much further away. I mean, talking finding Udin Udin's sister is on the way. So, okay. right, kind of. You've got to go then down and over. It's not like you're gonna be backtracking at all. I mean, you could go down and and over. So I mean, it, it it's kind of like, do you want to go there and then back, not knowing if you're coming back this way or? Yeah, might as well accomplish as many tasks along the way as we can. Plus, who knows if the the pack member's going to let you make it a pit stop. That's that's true. I don't really think that there's anything we need. Um, we're pretty well outfitted. Thank you very much for the oh, offer, though. You're um, very welcome. If we think of anything before we go, we'll definitely let you know. But I, th- I don't think there's anything here in the city that we need. We should probably head out pretty quickly so we can get to our destination sooner. Yeah, agreed. Before we go, though, uh, we're looking for somebody that we don't really know the name of. Um, we're looking for somebody with the surname White Creek who lives in Fort Eris. Do you happen to know anyone? She thinks, says, re- related to Udina? Mm-hmm. Uh, sister. I 
believe she, she what would she know? How would she say this? The best place you you could certainly ask around at either the Temple of Silmea or Doima. Really? Yes. Mm. Here in town? No. No, in, that's right. In, they moved in Port Eris. Because <clears throat> this is the only temple in this city, isn't it? No, uh, Tavana also has her temple here, as well as Bastin. <laughs> oh, Bastin! <laughs> giggling. Because Tavana is the closest thing to like what she follows. Tavana's and also even Solana's then, mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solana was born with divinity in her. Why is it everyone seems to know about Undina White Tree? It was a fairly notice strange thing for her to disappear. We were asked if she'd been through here. Had she? No, no. It was. I, I only remember because it was something that Adana asked me roughly six months ago if I'd had any word from her or seen her on her way to go visit her sister. That's why that stuck with me. We know her sister's name. That's kind of the information I'm looking for. But if you said it, it Silmea or Doima, if they know there, then I can ask there. I don't know her name off the top of my head. Martha. Uh, <laughs> Avira. Avira. Avira, I believe, is her name. Well, thank you very much. That'll help a lot. That way we know which white tree they'll be we'll be asking about. Uh, so you guys are led again. It's again through the sanctuary, which is similar to what you saw in Kadena, only much more humble um, and newer. This part of the temple is a little older. Uh, the The sigils seem like they were a newer construction. That they Check were the old ones out, put in a new one. Well, there wasn't any here. There, remember, this was a minor temple before the destruction of Freyguard, um, and this was basically converted into the replacement for the temple that was lost there lost, quote-unquote. Um, so you, you walk out and through the sanctuary and then out into the main hall of the temple and you can see there are, there's been expansions to this temple. You can clearly say, see where there's newer and older stone. There's kind of two different wings that lead off to either side and you see some temple functionaries going about the way. There's just bare stone here so all of your footsteps tend to echo a little bit through the halls. Um, dim light here like much of the other places you've seen. And yeah, so you you're able to kind of walk out. She she walks you into that main hallway and tells you that she uh, hopes that your travels are safe and that Solana watches over you. Thank you. Hopefully you'll see us again. You you walk out and you see the city of Arishold kind of laid out before you. Um, it's This city's built into the footholds of the Aris Mountains that are right here. Um, and you see a number of buildings, this one included, built back into the stone of those mountains. A lot of them look very temple-like and grand, but on closer inspection, you see that they've just been converted over to other public uses since those temples have left, clearly. Um, the rest of the city is kind of built on terraces and, and tiers that kind of go down to the, the foothills. Um, and each terrace is kind of like, it's, there's one that's a market, one that's clearly residential areas and everything. So each one kind of has its own identifiable purpose, even kind of from a distance or as, as you walk down towards it. There's stairs and paths that lead between them. and you see one tier is given over to a tented marketplace. Um, and then there's like an outer, that's kind of all encompassed with an outer wall, which you see where the population's grown enough that it's spilled out beyond that outer wall, and there's buildings and houses that extend beyond that protective barrier. And you see that beyond that, there's rocky hills and a vast forest that spreads out, all deeply covered in snow. Fun. You say how cold is it? Right, real cold. You you walk out and you're immediately hit by a blast of bitter wind, and even even expecting it, it kind of takes your breath away a little bit. That first breath is it hurts your lungs. Oh, 
but and so it's it's not constantly windy, but every there's a gust every so often you see it blow like bursts of snow up up rooftops or down streets and you you see it's it's overcast overhead um but you see even throughout the city braziers of coal and little fires that have are placed out keeping the population warm yeah the people here have clearly learned how to cope with this everyone's very thickly dressed yeah it's certainly for some of you this is the coldest you've ever seen it be i think for most of us i think yeah Yep. Time is maybe the only exception. Time and Bitsy. I'd say Time and Bitsy have probably experienced ex- experienced rough winters because they both lived outside in the winter. Oleg's been a little bit more north, but still on the coast. I had a house. Like a Seattle winter. <laughs> I had a house. Yeah, yeah. Seattle winter where it's wet and it's, cold. It's wet every once in a while. Every once in a while, yeah. But it doesn't stick really. You're like, oh. Everybody crashes their boats the first time you, snow you falls. You do now understand the phrase, cold as a Kyrath winter. I'm going to have to have words with Rastin when we get back. No wonder you went to the desert. I didn't realize my horns could feel cold. <laughs> Actually, I did. But, oh, it's been a while. You are all very grateful for your cold winter wear. Oh, yeah. New armor. Um, so, you kind of kind of ask, you probably ask for some directions a little bit and there you're told there is a stable on the, the south side of town if you want to procure some kind of transportation or you can walk um or we can run riding pig uh yeah it's kind of do we want to walk that helps keep us warm but we go slower or do we want transportation doesn't keep us as warm but we get there faster i think getting there faster sounds like a better we idea get there twice as fast twice as fast not not an urban. Oh, to the to the stables. To the stables. Well, as you have to kind of pass the the path you were told to go, kind of leads you through a market that that market area, the big tented market. It's, do they it's, have tents within the tents. They do not have tents within the tents. That's a point. Selling tents. Only but we can be in. Tents. Absinthe. Something does catch your ear. Oh. <laughs> as you're passing through the market, you hear a unique musical sound that you've never heard before. What the ding dong is that? Near near one of the crossroads, there is a very brightly extravagant tent set up to draw your eye immediately. And out front, there is a dwarf dressed in just the fanciest clothes you've seen. He's got a hat on with like three feathers off one oh side, <laughs> purples and reds, and just this and, is a and fancy golds and. He's playing this strange musical instrument that's kind of got like a lute body, but it's very like stubby. And he's turning a crank on the bottom end and playing keys that are about the midsection of the body. Yeah. And for an instrument that like this, it's playing two or three different tones to make chords at the same time. He's also plucking notes. It is a very different instrument. And you can see that his... the. At that first glance, you see that tent, but you realize it's all part of a cart that folds back in on itself that he can travel with. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy knows what's up. <laughs> the classic traveling musician. So, so that's what you you hear and see. Well, I'd wait for him to be at a pausing point. He notices you, you waiting. He, seeing you watching, you see him smirk a bit, and he plays something far more intricate and he plays very well do you have musical instruments like on your person yeah okay i've got drums i've got a flute and a lute just on me 
you you can tell he's he's picked up that you're you're interested in what he's doing. So he he plays a fantastic shows off shows off. <laughs> Does a little bit of a dance while he's going as well. I appreciate and, it. <laughs> and ends with a flourish. Mm-hmm. Well, applause. He bows deeply. So not often I meet somebody who has a good ear for music. You seem to appreciate this. I am intrigued. The name is uh, Rip Doran Silverglint. And you are? Absinthe Artemisia. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. So, uh, are you interested in uh, acquiring one of these fantastic instruments? I am certainly intrigued. I have to say I've never seen anything quite like it. Ah, uh, it's as a, an invention of my own. He is the pretty dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let, he, he hands you his very delicately and... He gives you a little bit of instruction. and Nah, you, you saw it played. You know what to do. <laughs> right. So if you want to try playing it, I, roll I, a dexterity check. Okay. It's really a use hurdy-gurdy check. But use hurdy-gurdy. How good can you hurdy that gurdy? <laughs> oh, you better watch out. Thirteen? Uh, no, you, you feel like you get the hang of it enough that you're playing it well. You're not quite getting all the intricacies of it, but... You're also playing it. You're playing it right. Um, so roll up a performance check, just straight performance. Okay. Dang it. Still, that's gonna be it's what. Still stupid. I know it is still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's a forty-seven. Wow. I think what is that? It's twenty-two. Twenty-two. Darn, just a twenty-two. Just a twenty-two. Just a twenty-two on rolling a ten. Yeah. His performance still outdid yours by a fair bit. Well, but for a first but timer, for, but still, he knows the instrument. He made the damn thing. It's an absinthe performance. It is of the quality you would expect. You are not embarrassed or ashamed of it at all. Hell yeah! You you felt that you on occasion struggled with the instrument more than the the song, and it was he was kind of coaching you through it as well. So you 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 played the hurdy gurdy. If you're interested in this fabulous invention of mine. I would happily part with one for about a hundred gold. I believe we have a, a deal. Steal. All right. So, and he pops open a door on the front of it, and there is an assortment oh. of hurdy gurdies. <laughs> <laughs> but does the hurdy gurdy choose the bard? Or the bard choose the hurdy gurdy? What kind of hurdy gurdy are you looking for? What? What dream have you had in your mind for as long as you can remember? <laughs> the hurdy-gurdy dream. Um, I dream about a staff. Well, he dreams about a hurdy-gurdy. They, they range from plain but well like done wood to some that are wood with like extravagant carving to some that are like mithril edged on them. He's something sleek but does still have Little intricacies. There, there is a dark wood, like a cherry Ooh. wood, hurdy gurdy. That all of like the edging is all in mithril with small little flares here and there. Not overstated, not too embellished, but it goes with the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my hurdy gurdy. Uh, so yeah, it's this like dark, almost red cherry wood with the the mithril embellishments. It's got mithril like tuning things. It's just. It's it's on point. Okay. Have hurdy gurdy. Have hurdy gurdy. It will take he he gives you kind of a small like a couple rolls of parchment that are kind of instructions on care and how to play it. 
you will, with enough practice, gain proficiency in this we- in this uh, instrument. In this weapon. In this weapon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in I my mean, hands, yes. it is. It is. That was a hundred. A hundred gold. Yeah, that's a deal. <laughs> someone's ears out. That's like two daggers for yeah. so for gold. Like or like I, I told paid. you earlier, you have to make the the dex base check, which is where the proficiency will come in. And if you ten or nine and below, will be disadvantage on the performance. Ten to fifteen is is a straight roll, and fifteen and above is with uh, advantage. Okay, that is my hurdy. Your hurdy gurdy. Nice. So you guys continue to pass through these markets. Something you notice passing through. There's not really much in the way of magical things at this market. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't see a lot of stands selling magic items or things like that. Mm. Not much of an arcane presence up here. Can't imagine why Can't that imagine might be. Why. Not prejudiced. Too because spooky. the last people blew up the city. Right. They can't be, you know, scared of it or anything. Quick, everybody flaunt all your magical items. <laughs> I mean, I am just playing the hurdy-gurdy as we walk. I also do carry a staff, so. Yeah. Can I try the hurdy-gurdy? A fancy walking stick? Yeah. I guess. Uh, so dex check would be a 15. All right, you can roll performance check with advantage. Yeah. It's a seven. better than me. That's a five, so seven plus four minutes, so that's an eight. You're, it's <laughs> Stop, you're hurting me. <laughs> you're you're, you're hurting, hurting my me. dirty. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, it's it's not your instrument time. No, no, that's fine. Um, so you continue, you pass through the market, and you do get eventually to the stables where Tana told you that you could acquire... Uh, mounts. Uh, they have horses that you get. If you speak to the stable master, they have kind of kind of the same thing that they that everyone else here kind of had in Meriden. Is you can rent a rent a horse, but you basically pay for the horse up front, and if you return it to this stable or the one that is in Port Eris, they will refund you what wouldn't have been paid towards that horse. And the, the, so it'll be uh, two gold per day. That's good business. Um, or you can get. A team of aurochs, which are kind of like big cow, buffalo beasts, and a sleigh. That can can fit I about... become an auroch now? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and that can fit eight people in it. Um, that would be 200 gold to rent that uh, but, and three gold a day. I want to do that one just because it's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how often are we in snowy places where we can use a sleigh? I have a feeling we'll be here for a while. Uh, yeah, we'll probably go with And that now one. I can be one. Um, between here and Port Eris, how long does it take for um, these mounts to get us? These will be about two days. This is kind of the two days because there was the assumption of taking a some kind of transport in the middle of winter. Okay, so it would have probably been four days by foot. Okay, so then it's 206 gold then? No, no. Uh, if you're renting it, it's going to be six gold. They will give you'll give them two hundred here, and it, if you go and return it when you get to Port Eris, they will give you uh, one hundred and ninety four back. Okay. The the two hundred is basically like should you all die and take the or three, try if to steal we it. never the, see the, this again. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's the, insurance. Basically, we're paying for the insurance. Yeah. Uh, or I can, if we just decided to steal it, I can front that for now. How much do you have? Plenty. Steal a sleigh and use it everywhere else that is snowy. 
They meaning nowhere. Well, I mean, you could take it to the Bastion of Souls too. I don't get my money back that way. No, you can if you, you return to, it. You have to just return it whenever, whenever you return it to Port Eris or to Eris Hold. We'll get the, you'll get whatever, whatever money, money back. Okay, depending on how long we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have to have. So is it six, three gold a day? Yep, three gold a day. So two hundred. So yeah, we'd have to have it for like a month, like two months, two months to not make anything back. Yeah. yeah. Which at that point, sweet, you've you've used the friggin' yeah, we've, yeah, we've got our money's worth. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than buying it up front. And if, imagine if you've used it for those two months, it would have taken you four months to travel that distance, probably. <laughs> That's yeah, it's, it's doubling our our movement speed. Okay, done. Yeah, because you guys will be limited to uh, ten feet because Ooh. of Bitsy, mm. um, unless she was in an animal form, or we carried her, or you carried her, uh, but still, then you're fifteen. Bitsy backpack. So. Bitsy backpack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll front the 200 where, um, and we'll rent the sleigh option. Sweet. We'll slay, y'all. Slay. So you, uh, it's now probably about mid-morning. I'm definitely, once we're all ready to go, going to inspire everybody. What do you inspire everybody with? I was my brand new hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> I would like you to meet the newest member of Two for One Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one drinks and Bitsy and Lady Zenithia and a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> what are you gonna name it? The hurdy gurdy. Thorn two The power. <laughs> it goes out on a stealth mission, <laughs> just <laughs> leading in an alley. Yep. It can't do sneak attacks though. It's investigating. Nope. What are the Oroch? Orochs. It's like a combination between a cow and an ox, and it's just very furry. How many of those do we get? Four. There's four of them pulling a sleigh that can fit comfortably eight. So, without any it's a any further cow. ado, I guess you guys hop into your sleigh. You're given a little bit of instruction on how to drive it, and off you go. Who's gonna drive? I was about to ask, who's gonna drive? Who's got the best animal handling? Probably that guy. <laughs> uh, no, Bitsy? Oh, probably Bitsy. Uh, probably Bitsy, who's just like, hey guys, don't She's kill us. She's just one of them now. Yeah, my, my animal She's handling leading. is plus zero. Leading the... <laughs> You have more animal handling I'm than I I'm actually <laughs> proficient. How? I don't remember why. <laughs> yeah, I Not have a s- plus seven. Proficient. Plus seven. Plus seven. Gemini. No big deal. Absinthe um, is a oh, plus red. six. Yeah. So you guys can trade off then. <laughs> I'm playing my hurting Actually, I did my math wrong. I'm plus nine. <laughs> oh! Okay. Bitsy Jeez. drives the sleigh. Bitsy's just like, and you guys go, and they're like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> oh, I mean, thanks for asking. Well, I was eager. I was like, I could just tell them, "Hey, guys, how do you want to handle those animals?" So there is actually like a mostly enclosed thing you can ride in, except for the driver has to ride out in the cold. That's fine. Wait, where's that heat rock? I guess I was gonna say, I'll just, <laughs> just put it on her lap. Remember, it only lasts eight hours. Oh, that's true. We gotta save it for. We need it for the nighttime. So. Yeah. We don't so freeze. Maybe Bitsy and Absinthe swap off every so often. To, well, you know, that's true. Uh, I'll just see. like, I'm, I'll, nothing is visible. It's just hood. <sighs> like, Occasionally, can I, can, a glimmer of light hits, it bounces off the shine of the eyes. Can, can Absinthe see? We don't know. <laughs> On my map, is there any um, places to stay uh, that are halfway to um, Port Ayres? Um, you have a note on there about. A day away is a shrine to a wrist that you could stay at. Okay, and then from here. So you could get there by, if you went a little bit past nightfall, you could make it there. Okay. 
I'll tell everybody that and ask that, what they think. That sounds like a good plan. Probably better than trying to tamp out up. here at night. So right. then are we not going to need the hot rock? We yeah, definitely will. Think it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just not tonight. It's not on here. Well, hopefully we not tonight, tonight. But let's but make that the plan, and then if something happens, we can adjust. Plan Ruth, <laughs> which is kind of like a ox. So we'll show Bitsy and Absinthe like, where it is, yeah. since you guys are going to trade off. Um, Bitsy is just a moose. <laughs> No, she's an ox. I was like, I could just be ox and tell him to follow me, but that is an option. Yes, yeah. it's still like, I'd show that you way. Before. I'd stay warm, but then again, that puts me down a animal. Yeah, that's true. Form. It's whatever you would like. Fight as a fuzzy cow. I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll just talk to them. I'll just cast a animal Ooh. speech. So doing that, you don't even need to. Okay. Do animal handling with them. You can just talk to them. Um, guys, we're trying to get to this place. <laughs> Which, oh, okay. Explaining what's you, going on, um, introducing them to Absinthe when it comes time to for Absinthe to drive. We'll yeah. get advantage on said checks. I mean, it's gonna. It's not even going to be an issue at this point. Um, so you guys head out of the city, and you start off kind of into the Would forest that take area. Would two the spells or just one. one? Just one. Okay. I just didn't know when I switched with Absinthe. No, I'd, I'd say before you you get going, oh, you okay. introduce Absinthe. Be like, hey, this is Absinthe. They're also <laughs> going to help drive. Okay, so just minus one spell then. So you guys head out of town. Anything in of interest you're going to do along this? this? We're all inspired. By well, the presence I, of the hurdy-gurdy. I was like, if I wasn't driving, what, I probably would commune, but I'm driving. So, <laughs> so maybe when we switch. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, at one point, you when Absinthe switches off, you could commune if you want. Okay. If we don't have anything else to do. Oh, you're just you're driving. Okay. Well, commune then. All right. So roll with advantage. So, uh, Zenith, you haven't really seen this yet. I mean, everyone else is familiar with this. Oh, sweet. Uh, your, little, your little halfling companion who comes back in from driving outside, coated in snow now because as you've gotten going, it's started to snow and the wind has picked up a bit. You have a little snowball of halfling that kind of comes in, <laughs> sheds oh. the winter coat, and kind of dusts it off, and goes and sits in one of kind of the back corners of the sleigh, crosses her legs, um, kind of takes this little talisman thing she's got around her neck, and starts focusing on it, and it glows dimly, and she closes her eyes, and she focuses. And what'd you roll? Oh, uh, what do I add to it? I forget. Your wisdom. Just straight wisdom. Just straight wisdom. Uh, 23. So you kind of just let yourself, you you still, you still feel the cold of being outside and, you know, it hasn't been the nature you're accustomed to, but it's still nature and it's beautiful in its own way. As cold and as desolate as it seems, all these trees, they're just, they have quieter voices and they're just much more calm, but they're still trees and it's nice. And you kind of sink yourself into this this calm moment and the snow all around you and focus on just the snow and the cold and you f feel a presence near, like, a around you and you take note of how strong that feels. It's a very still watching presence. Familiar, unfamiliar? Unfamiliar, like, you don't specifically recognize it, but it is... Well, I mean, you know, it's nature. not like Obedian or... No, you don't, it's not like, oh, that's Obedian. You're like, no, there's there's something spiritual that I'm detecting, but it isn't like 
where you are. But you do take note of how strongly that feels. Okay. And you're not sure what direction it is, but like I said, you, you know how strong it felt where you're at right now. Okay. So it's kind of noon has come and gone, and you're kind of getting probably to the end of absence, what would be absence shift. Absence, could you roll a perception check for me? Snow pirates. <laughs> um, 23? We're going All right. Down. You notice kind of in the trees a little bit ahead of you, a figure kind of stumbling through the woods. Like on the path? Like they're off the road. Like they're coming through the woods, like towards the road. Okay, slow down a little bit. Um, so And they, they get out to the, the road and they start kind of like waving at you. And as you, you get nearer, you hear them kind of saying, please, please stop. I need your help. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's somebody out here. Uh, I'm going to stay behind him. I mean, I would definitely stop. So I have cover if I need to turn into close. something. Yeah, I'll, I'll also slide out of the like, Okay. Um, <laughs> just a bunch of heads. <laughs> Are you just poking your heads out? Oh, Kizzy's going to get I'll out. I'll get all the way out. No, just, <laughs> they're just I'm <laughs> staying in. Yeah, time's going to like be watching, but not out yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you see a human wearing... Fairly simple, like le- leathers and stuff. Um, they, you do notice there is a large gash down the side of their leg Ooh. that is bleeding. Ooh. Um, and they do. They're like, please, please. Uh, my, uh, my, uh, my caravan and I, we were, we were pulled off the road at this old farmstead, and there, a shade attacked us. Oh boy. Where? J- just, just back this way. And he kind of points the way that he came through the woods. On our insight. Go for it. Wait, in the woods? It's he, in the he woods. He said he pulled off to a farm, st- like a, an abandoned farm site that was back in the woods a ways. Do his clothes look like they're designed for the winter? Yeah. <laughs> 24? Do they look like a... Um, he seems seems genuinely upset. He's, I mean, he's got this, this gash down his leg. He, his breathing is very hard. He seems very panicked. Is what he's saying true? As, as far as you can tell. Okay. I mean... There, there's no indications you're getting from that what he's saying is untrue. Are you the only one who survived? Uh, they're, no, they're, they're, sti- they're, sti- they're held up in the farmhouse. They're being attacked. Okay. How far? It's, it's about 100 feet, 120 feet. I, I, please, just follow me. Can I see if there's any like indication of people going that way? Roll a perception check. Oh, that is 18. So you, you can't see a whole lot because the snow is yeah. falling decently thickly here. You you kind of scan out through the woods the direction that you you can that he, he pointed off in that he seemed to come from, um, and you don't see anything, but you you seem you hear you hear a sound, maybe a a, a sound of an impact or a scream maybe. Hmm. So is there like a place for us to pull the car off to the you, road? You could you or? could pull it off to the like you could kind of pull off to the side here, but like we can't take it. You can't take it back. No. That way. the woods. So do we leave someone here to watch it? I'll stay. Okay. <laughs> we're not back soonish. They haven't seen me either, so. Yeah. Yeah. If we're not back soonish, like, come. Well, the cop? No. Uh, yeah. We <laughs> might be. What's normal. soonish? <sighs> Rocky Taki, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's pass off one of those. Okay. Uh, I'll give her mine. All right. Okay. So you move back along the this, the narrow, like, this, like, there's a path kind of through the trees. Like, it wouldn't fit your cart, but you. There's disturbed snow where you're walking through. You see kind of the, the trail of blood leading back up. Uh, the, this man kind of takes off going ahead of you. He is limping because he's got the, the injured leg. 
How fresh does that wound look? Pretty fresh. Yeah. Okay. Time's gonna look for uh, any sort of ambush while heading okay. up that way. Absolutely. Would be that perception, survival. Perception. Okay. I'll use healing word on him to try and heal up his leg. That is a nineteen. Okay. I'll ke- I'll keep that in mind going forward as okay. as you move as you're moving through the woods. You don't see anything. Um, how much are you healing for? He gets eight. Okay. You see that the limb pretty much goes away. Would I be able to detect thoughts on him? How long does it take to cast that? Mm, casting time, one action. You can if you want to. You just got to have the components. A copper piece. I think I'm good. Does it say within a certain range? 30 feet. Okay. He, you'd have to, he's kind of ahead of the group. He's not within 30 feet of the group. Mm. I mean, okay. he's within sight, but he's, he's booking it. And so as you go through the woods, it goes out into, it, it, it opens up and you see kind of a, a little bit of a field of snow leading up to like a cliff face. There's a little bit of a path that leads up to kind of the top of the cliff that's been worked and made, made doable. And there is a, a farm building on, on the top of this cliff. It's really run down. It's, it's still there, but there, and the roof is mostly there, but you can tell it's caved in quite a bit. There's parts of the wall that, that have fallen out. Is this something that you would see from the road? No. Not, not with the snow. It's, it's yeah, thick trees. That's... I mean, he could have been someone who did caravan up and down this road. It's possible. But what is pretty clear, clearly evident, there is no shade when you walk into this clearing. And you don't hear anything. How far ahead is this guy? He's about 50 feet by this point. And you all kind of come up to the edge of this clearing. I'll walk up to him. You walk up to him? Well, you, as you're doing that, he kind of quickly reaches down and pulls two rapiers out of the snow. What a dick. And he turns around and is grinning a little bit. He's like, sorry to do this to you, but times are tough and it can't be helped. Well, this time is tough. He goes, come out and back me up, boys. And as before you guys, like, time, you're obviously getting ready to react, you hear a growl. It isn't human. Mm -hmm. And this guy's face... What? And he turns around and in time to see a body come bursting through the window on this farmhouse and land in a bloody mess in the snow. Is that your friend? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. You hear that growl again and you see a large form push its way out from inside the building. It's almost like ape-like in its appearance. <laughs> Covered in long white fur. Oh, welcome to the Himalayas. And its, and its jaws are dripping with fresh blood. Gross. <laughs> and it it lets out this this bellowing howl, which is echoed. And so we hear another howl. You or hear at least one more howl. And oh. from kind of the left side of the clearing, you see another walking in, holding another bloody body in its hand that it drops. And with a crashing sound from the trees behind, an even larger one stepped from behind the house. Oh, my dude, you goofed real hard. Right? How close am I to this guy? You're about 20 feet. Is this what you expected? Are these your, are these your boys? He seems in shock for a moment, and, and we're going to roll initiative. <laughs> what a dingus. What a plot twist. A plus. Got some cryptids on our hand, boys. But Bitsy is not here at the start of this combat. It depends on if you want me to leave the cart unattended, I kind of don't. Yeah. Because I don't there want be more. our oxen to be it. 
Like, what did that guy roll to get past Kizzy's insight? Natural 20. Ugh. What an asshole. We're going to save his ass, and then we're going to beat his ass. Or maybe the other way around. Depends on him. So we are like back here. You can be kind of as close as you want to Kizzy. Kizzy was at the lead. Like, I don't move as fast as everybody, but damn it, I did not like this guy. I'll be closer up. All right, um, Bitsy, I would like you to roll a perception check as well. Okay, I got a 15. 15? You would have very faintly heard that roaring sound from the Yeti. Kizzy's the one with the rocky talkie. So, initiative. Bitsy, what's your initiative? Not much. Um... Oh. Oh. Seven. Okay, Bitsy, seven. Kizzy? Six. Six. Olek? Five. Jakes. All right, Zenithia? Eight. Five, six, seven, eight. That's right right now. (laughs) Time? Uh, That would be eight. Nine. And and then uh, Thomas... Uh, Thomas is also eight. Wow, you guys let me down. Well, what's yours? Two? 23. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Absence of 23. Well, I'm not even right near you guys. <laughs> I rolled a 20. I saw that. It's the weirdest times when I roll 20s. Right. All of my other rolls today have been good. This one? Not so much. I'm going to decide what I want to do with it. That's the hardest part about going first. Like having 104 health. <laughs> Could I talk the oxen into letting me transform them into something more terrifying? Yeah, you're something I had not considered yet. Well, when it's my turn, I'll probably say I heard something over the wire walkie-talkie. Oh no, yetis are probably good in the cold. You think? They're going to be so inefficient. Yeah, we're fine. I got a couple things. Absinthe, you are up first. Zenithia will be up after the yeti. I would like to cast slow. Okay, on these two? Yep. All right. Right off the start. Well, uh, 40 I have a foot cube. Spell's not going to be great. That's fine. Each target must succeed the wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Yeti fails. Good. And, uh, there's no way that he rolls that high. Okay. They are both slowed. Good. Okay. Is that your turn? Yep. Going to stay where you're at? Um, I don't want to be like in a line, though. I've done that before. <laughs> That's a go mistake to, we make. Go behind a tree. I so I can see this one. Okay. It is now the Abomination Yeti's turn. Four. Real big. He's going to double move. I don't think that one's going to just run and jump off that cliff and land. Target speed is halved. It cannot. It can use either an action or a bonus action, not both. That one's not caught. That I one. I mean, this big one. Oh, yeah. He did. So yeah. half okay. movement speed, but can double. Okay. Yeah. Double dash. Use the act to get one full speed. Yeah. So he's able to move his regular movement, but that's that was his whole turn. Kizzy, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, Yeti. Ten. Ooh, okay. So the Yeti stares straight at you, and you feel yourself go numb with cold. Oh, no. You, you take 16 cold damage and are paralyzed for one minute. Oh. A minute? You can make a saving Yay. throw at the end of your at the end of your turn. Fucking that's freezing gaze or something. That's how. Uh... <laughs> well, I do want to say, you guys, my current hit points is sixty-nine. Nice. Uh, the, this Wait, yeti that jumped off the edge of the cliff, kind of ran. He ran forward, jumped down, and he did the same thing and just stared at the thief, and he managed to shake it off just barely. It is now Zenithia's turn. Mm, you boy. see, so the yeti that that came out of the woods just barreled towards Kizzy and you saw kind of a glint in the eye and 
Because he just froze. Literally unfigured. Man! How far away are they from me? About 100 feet. Okay. Oh, that, that's not bad at all. 100 feet? I, I can cross weeks. that quite a bit. I have too many spells. I'm not sure what one to use. Uh, time, you will be next. Actually, Time, Zenithia, and Thomas act at once. So right now, if you guys... Do you know what you're doing? I think so. I'm going to attack the two in the back. So. Okay. I'll leave the front one to you. I, I will. Okay. Then I will cast Storm Sphere. Right. In the center there. So it's a 20 foot radius. Each creature in the sphere, when it appears or that ends its turn there, must succeed on a strength saving throw or take 2d6 bludgeoning damage. Uh, that one definitely does with a natural 19. Oof. Wow. The big one, the abomination, rolled a natural one. Wow. <laughs> so he does not save. So roll 2d6. Okay. Uh, question. Uh, it says until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to cause a bolt of lightning to leap from the center of the sphere. Can I do that this turn? Okay. Is that same or is it like, do I roll damage and then do that effect? Roll the damage now and then do the lightning. Ooh, that's, a, that's six. And then roll, pick which one you want to strike with lightning? Yeah, we'll just attack the big one. I have to make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Takes 4d6 lightning damage. Gross. Oh, that's super gross. Thanks. Oh, oh all right, cool. Uh, that's a natural 19. Uh, that will hit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, especially considering it's minus two on Stacey. Way to go, Absent. <laughs> oh, it's at least one six. They're 15. And then do I add the spell attack to it? No. No? So that's, that's, that's just a hit. 15 damage. Yeah, cool. 15. All right. Zap. Zenithia, you... you throw out your hand and this swirling storm of ice and wind rackets around these things and you see the ice strike into their heads and then a, a bolt of lightning shoots from the center of that sphere into the abomination and it jolts and it lets out an angry roar but that you, you did good <laughs> uh, it is time in Thomas's turn uh, Thomas flew forward towards the towards this one the Yeti attacking kids now have an uh, uh, ally within five feet so I get sneak attack. Okay. It does not specify being in melee, nope. it just says within nope. five feet. That's absolutely right. Um, Thomas is going to hold his main action okay. until I attack, and then he's going to dash out of there. Okay. So I am going to use the Tempest. It's set to fire. First attack, it's a nine plus eight. That's a 17 to hit. 17 hits. Awesome. So that's going to be a D8. Plus a d4, plus a d6. Mm-hmm. Sneak attack. Well, that's five, six, seven, eight. That's eight damage, two of that being fire damage. Ooh, so how much? Eight damage? Eight damage total, but two of it fire. Um, okay. Nine. Okay, so yeah. Wait, I'll, I'll tell you what happens when your turn's done. Okay, uh, second shot. Okay. Ooh, this probably doesn't. So that's an 11. No, it, it misses. barely misses. Um, no, I'll wait on my action surge. Uh, uh, so if Thomas dashes away, it does get an attack opportunity against him. No, it does not because he's an owl. Okay, I, that, that is something I read. I'm like, Thomas is going to main as being an owl because... I yeah, mean, they are the best. Fly by an owl doesn't provoke opportunity attacks when it flies out of an enemy's reach. Perfect. Hey, awesome. Owls are the best yeah. familiar. I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, so, so you... You fire at it, and you see kind of a splash of fire across it, and it 
kind of like howls and beats at it, and is, there's like a, a flash of fear in its eyes at, at the fire. Ooh. Okay, and then Thomas is going fire back on back to me. All right, um, that would then make it uh, the thief's turn. What a goober! What's he gonna do? <laughs> He's got to weigh up his options. He's probably gonna run. He looks around a little wild-eyed, does seem to kind of weigh what's going on, and he runs up and attacks this Yeti. Okay. Actually. I think he's trying to impress, make an amends. Um, He's got to do a lot of work. If he lives, he can be our new child. (laughs) (laughs) He figures if he tries to run, you'll kill him, or the Yetis will kill him. He may get a new job at Jarmon. That's we just what we love do. adopting people with yeah. our children. Um, so he I'll just get like the bitsy spider. Oh, he barely hits that with the first attack. So a twelve. Yep, he rolled a twelve, and he hits the second attack. He's got his two rapier attacks. He swings. Oh man, uh, he sinks the the two rapiers sink in pretty deep into it. Ugh. Not the doofiest doof. He does look utterly terrified, though. As he should. <laughs> Oh god, he's rapier deep in Yeti. Like, oh god, I'm in hitting range. Three Yetis, and we just cast some pretty nice magic. So he goofed up on so many levels. Right, what did he think was gonna happen? It is now Bitsy's turn. So in the distance, you heard this howl. Shortly after, followed by two gunshots. Well, I said as an Iraqi Tucky, Kizzy. Who can't answer? There, you get no response from Kizzy. She's, She's paralyzed. paralyzed. Um, Oh no. How far away is she? 100 feet. I can message her. Word, she can move. But that takes a whole action. action. Would we have heard, would everyone have heard Kizzy or Bitsy try and contact Kizzy? Probably not. Probably not from that. uh, The dude would have. Yeah, because he's right next to you. But with them and the storm going on, we probably wouldn't have. There's been gunshots and lightning. (laughs) Oh gosh, a crack of lightning would be so loud. I probably would wait. They guard in the heart. All right, it is then Kizzy's turn. I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Is this at the end of my turn that yes, I'm making this? 11. I'm still paralyzed. I'm sorry. Uh, it is now Olek's turn, followed by Absent. <laughs> I don't like that. You should. I'm going to go ahead and rage. And I'm just going to swing with the great axe of feral might. So first one. That is a 19 plus yep. 9 to hit. Yup. Wait, you rolled a 19? Yes. That's oh, a crit. I crit. I crit. <laughs> and that's a 7. That was a, a total of 7? That was a total of 7 for the next one. What the heck did you roll? No, I ro- for the other one to hit. First one hit, second one misses. Second one okay, how'd you roll a 7? Isn't it plus 9 for you? Yes, it is. I only did plus 1. That's a 15. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled <laughs> negative <laughs> this new dice I got for Christmas right. It numbers. really sucks It's a 40 sided die and it has negatives on half of it So does a 15 hit? Yes a 15 does Okay hit. so the first one's 3d12 <laughs> And the second one is 1 10 plus 6 16 plus 2 18 for the first one 18 okay And 15 for the next Ooh. That yes. thing's looking Really Real rough. rough. It, it just took a little bit of a he, beating. Between the two stab wounds, the shots against it, and the axe just cleaving across it, you have done some serious damage to our little friend. I remembered to do my plus two from raging. 
And I stayed out of your way. So Olek tears into that one. It's an absence turn. Yeah, I'm going to cast Distant Whispers on it. Uh, what's the save? Uh, 17. <laughs> Wisdom. Right. Yeah, I didn't make it. Um, six damage has to run. You get to attack. That guy gets Oh, I get attack. to attack. Yep. Attack of opportunities. I'm going to roll the hit. Do you have Sentinel? Oh. Doesn't that guy get a hit too? He did. He, he missed. Uh, it's an 11 plus 9, so 20. It stops moving. <laughs> well, I'm going to guarantee it's probably going to stop moving. <laughs> probably. Yeah. What? Why? Is it okay? No. Is it going to be okay? This one was injured to start with. I didn't crit on it. Oh, that's max damage. So 12, 18, uh, 20. 20 damage. So this thing's eyes go wide with fear, and it turns to start running from this horrible noise that's just making its ears bleed, and you catch it right along like the back of the knee and catch an artery, oh. and blood sprays across the <laughs> snow. And you. Oh. <laughs> and it goes down with a loud... Crash. We're going, we're, going, we're going to get some Yeti parts. What is there anything else you'd like to do, Absent? No, I think that's it. It is the Abomination and the Yeti's turn. No, it's okay. I'm ready for Yeti. He big. Okay. So he is going to do his multi-attack. They, did they save? Oh, crap. They, they don't get to attack. They multi-attack. Okay. <laughs> Bless. Well, they get, they, get a, oh, they get a save at the end of their turn. <laughs> okay, it's going to do its chilling gaze against you, Olek. They're going to try. <laughs> so make a constitution saving throw, please. He's just like... <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, no. It's the one that looks like a seven. That's that one. Olek, you turn this fierce grin on your face like, yeah, I just killed your buddy. And you look into its eyes and you... Everything in your, your your heart goes cold, and you freeze in place, staring at this monstrosity. And over its shoulder, you see its big buddy take this really deep breath, freezing breath, and go and spit icy breath over all of all of us. Well, Kizzy, all, all of Olix, us, and the thief. I need all three of you, or the three the three of you, to make a Constitution saving throw. At least it's not Dax. Huh. Oh, oh, nice, babe. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> That's good. It's single good. digits. It's not good. Seven. That's nah, not going to make it. Guys, I'm going to die. You're fine. Why didn't you get to take any damage from that just eye? Oh, you, you did. I need to do that. Thank you for reminding me. Olek, from the chilling gaze as your body freezes up, you take 16 cold damage. Okay. So this, this cone of just frigid air and ice spits out of its mouth and hits all of you. Olek, you save. You take 21 damage. Kizzy, you and the thief take 43 damage. That's a... The thief's still alive? Uh, barely. (laughs) (laughs) Is he still conscious? He is still conscious, but barely. He He has got one hit point left. Good thing she healed him earlier. Right. Yeah, he be dead. On the end of their turn, he needs to make a strength saving throw. Yep. That's no, what is the DC? 17. 15. 2d6. Um, and the Yeti makes its save against a slow spell. The Abomination does not. Good. So how much do you take? Nine. Nine. Okay. Nine damages. It is now Zenithia, Time, and Thomas's turn. Or like within five feet of that small Yes. That... Oh no, Olek's in the way. For what? Agnazar's Scorcher. 
that's a straight line, so. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, oh, okay, what if I, so, yeah, I'll, I'll burn my action surge to dash. Five, 25, yeah, yeah, just barely gets to the big one. Nice. And I'm going to cast Agnazar's Scorcher. So they need to make a deck saving throw. Uh, which the big one, I th- oh, man, minus two, minus two. Uh, 13. Just barely Aww. misses. Oh, that's for him. For, ju- he just barely misses. My DC is And the big 14. one, the, big, uh, the, the small one did not make it. Okay, so they both don't make it. So that is 3D. Yeah, they have no extra decks. Yeah, that's a second level spell. So that's six plus seven. So that's a 13 damage okay. total. And then I have 15 more movement. The hide behind the body, but I can't bonus action hide. No, but it, g- <laughs> it gives you cover. Yes. Hide behind the so as I am a wild magic sorcerer, and I did cast a spell. Hold on. You need you need to roll a uh, wild magic check right now. That's a two. I'm standing near you. Yeah, it's you under ten. <laughs> They're fine. We're, we're standing in front. Are you at plus one right now for your DC? I think I'm zero. I think you just just barely managed to hold your magic in today. You're at plus one now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'll drop the storm sphere and then I'll cast most minute meteors. Okay. So you see six balls of, of stone rise up out of the ground and start swirling around Zenithia. Okay. So I can send one or two. So if it hits, it explodes in a five foot point. So could I theoretically hit both? Yes. Could theoretically hit both of them. Then I will send two at the middle-ish area so that I can hopefully hit both of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll target the big one. But once a meteor reaches its destination or impacts against a solid surface, the meteor explodes. Each creature within five feet where the meteor exploded must make a dexterity saving throw. Takes two d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful. Roll two d6. Roll four d6. Okay. Ooh, that's a lot of ones. Ten. Ten? Ten. And then wild magic? No. Uh, so that is Zenithia in time. Are you going to move it all, Zenithia? Just scoot back a little bit. Okay. Right there. Uh, it is now our thief friend's turn. He's not feeling so good. He is going to chug a potion as his bonus action. Oh, he gets some hit points back. Yeah, better than none. Walk up. Make two attacks. He won. Brave fool. Flip up to it. One hits, one misses. Rolled some good damage. And then he's going to use his bonus action and disengage. Woo-hoo. Oh, hi. Um, To get away. I mean, he's not running, but he is in single-digit hit points. Ooh, that potion did not do him very good. He had one left. What a uh, it is Bitsy's turn. Okay, I cast Speak with Animal. I talk to the oxen thingies and tell them that if they see anything... Like, if they're threatened or scared or whatever for any reason, or people are threatening them to make really loud noise. All right. They are strong as a pack. Yeah. <laughs> so I just basically talk, you know, I'm going to leave. If anything happens, just make a really, really loud noise. Roll an animal handling check with advantage. Even though I just speak with animal? It's, it's like a pers- it's the persuasion oh, check is kind of okay. what I'm doing is how, like, if okay. they get scared, how well they're going to listen. Net 20. Okay, yep. So they, uh, you, they you, you get the feeling that you absolutely have their focus. Okay, and I know which tree is the most common. Yep, absolutely. I mean, if it's a bonus action. I don't no, it's abs- no, it's, you use no. Well, I can't do anything else right now, but I do know which tree is the most common. Are you going to start moving towards them? I'm going to start 
going towards the tree that is the most common. Okay, you absolutely you can get to it. Okay. It is then Olic's turn, followed by Absinthe. I can't do anything. Roll, roll a Constitution saving throw. Con save. That is a nat twenty. Ooh. The same die. Mm-hmm. You shake that off, but that is the end of your turn. It is now absent. I like the yeah, it's fireball I with my mod fireball. At the two oh. remaining yetis. Okay. Uh, deck saves from them. Yep. What level are you casting it at? Um, it's a third level. I cannot roll a save tonight. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna need to. No. Do I need to borrow? Nope. Have? I have just enough d6s for this. Ooh. 22. 22. That's that's some damage right there. They're both looking. I mean, they're both still up. Uh, their fur is singed. The 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 fire between the scorcher and that fireball. They seem very unfocused. Good. However, crashing from the trees. Oh, what the uh, hell? Yeah. <laughs> is another one. I not hear that coming. Because they have advantage on stealth checks, and they are below your passive. It's all very snowy. So, Absinthe, I I need you to make a constitution saving throw. You can bite me. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to. God, you know know what's really not helpful? Having a bunch of ice spells. You made that choice. (laughs) You need need to light a fire and then banish one of them. (laughs) I thought about it. Oh, that's not bad. It's not good. It's a 14. You succeeded. There's this glint in the eye that you kind of feel shake you for a moment, but then you're good. And then it rakes out with two claws at you. Ah! <laughs> of course it does. Can I, um, cutting, cutting words. Absolutely. Cutting words. Yeah. Track four from it's a track four. Well? No. Okay, so you say something, I don't know. I mean, as, I'm just gonna say it's off friggin' the heck no. So off friggin' heck no. So one claw misses you. Uh, you then take 15 damage, 10 of that being piercing, 5 of that being cold. It probably doesn't matter. I'm like, that means nothing to me. It means nothing to you. So that is, then that's that yeti, the, the new, so the uh, yeti comes bursting through the trees and attacks you. Ah, uh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Um, okay, I'm going to roll a d6 to see if that yeti gets his cold breath back. Does not. Oh, that's nice that it's like a thingy. Okay. Olek, it's going to come at you with two claws. Okay. Um, you are immune to its chilling gaze because okay. you have now succeeded against it. Woo! Absinthe, you are immune to all yetis except for abominable yetis. <laughs> Which one of these is? I'm immune to yetis. <laughs> yetis but can't they hurt attack me. with disadvantage because they're afraid of the fire that sends their skin. Uh, I'm going to say that a nine does not hit you. Uh, no. Nor does a ten. No. Uh, and then Kizzy, it's going to attack you. And a 13 does not hit you. Nope. In this moment, that's what I need. Actually, take that back. It was a 17. It still doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, so both yetis that are the one, one goes to attack Olek, and it just misses because it's just so disoriented from the fire. And the gigantic one slowly lumbers towards you, and with its one attack, just barely misses, scraping against the arm. It is now Zenithia time and Thomas's turn. Okay. Why didn't I get a go? Didn't she get oh, a roll? roll a constitution saving throw. Thank you. 14. That makes it. Oh, bless! <gasps> so, at the end of your turn, your your muscles on the seas. Cool. And it is Zenithia Time and Thomas. You got a plan? Yeah. Throw more meteors. Yeah. No, that is, uh, that is yeah. definitely do, the do bonus that. action. You can hit a point behind Olek and we get both of them. All right, so we'll send two to hit both of them. Okay. They make deck saving throws. Yep. 
Neither of them make it. So 46 again? Yep. Um, but I do need to roll for that Yeti's save. It saves against slow at the end of its turn. Still, <sighs> that helped for quite a bit. Yeah, and right. It's on fire. Ten whole damage. Ten? Ten whole damage. All right. Fire damage. Oh, it is fire damage. That was okay. concentration. It is now. Oh, hold on. That was my bonus action. Oh, you are correct. I forgot. Yeah, right. Okay, and then I'll do chromatic orb fire against that guy. Awesome. It's okay. I could heal people, right? Ooh, that's not good. Ten. Not hit? Yeah, I figured that. It impacts the snow nearby. Okay, that's it. Okay, so Zenithia, you you throw the two meteors out. They explode behind the Yeti. Their fur catches on fire again. They seem shaken. Oh, but your your firebolt does miss. Or your your little blast of fire. Time? Um, how are these guys looking? Singe, uh, the smaller one, is looking a little rough. Um, the uh, the one that's the, the big one is still in a rage. Five, that's ten, fifteen. That's the part of the normal speed that's scary. I'm gonna do Ag- Agnazar Scorcher again. Through both of those, three D eight. One more hit from him, I'm probably gonna go down. Run! Don't worry, I can help. So that's nine plus one. So that's a total of ten damage. They have to do Dex save, right? Yes. That one, the small one. They both beat it. Dang it! So they both they both rolled exactly fourteen. Gosh darn it! So that's that half is, damage, right? I believe. So seven? Yeah, half damage. No, five. Oh, five. Because it was just ten total. Okay, I'm out of second level spell <laughs> slots. It is now Bitsy's turn, followed by Kizzy. Oh, okay. Well, I cast Tree Stride. So I get to travel to any kind of tree within 500 feet of yes. that. And it's a concentration spell that lasts two minutes, so I can keep doing it. Um, and I have to use five feet of movement to enter the tree, but I instantly know the location of all other trees of the same kind within 500 feet. Hold up, hold up. Could she get into one, travel 500 feet, get out of it, and then go into another one? Yeah. Like, repeatedly? Yeah, for for two minutes. Could span how much... Holy crap. Yeah, how how much could you... Miles. She could cover miles in two minutes. In a forest. Because Kizzy did not respond... Mm-hmm. I am going to try to find a tree that's near her. Well, so what you can't tell where your allies are. Oh, okay. But what you sense is about 100 feet into this forest, there is a clearing with a bunch of trees around the edge. Okay. What did the what did the guy say exactly to us when he was like, oh, come help me? He, he said there, there are... There's a farmhouse. There's a, there are far, there's a farmhouse in the woods. Okay. Probably in a clearing without a lot of yeah, trees. He, he did like... So, I mean, you would assume that it's okay. probably where they went... Well, then I'll just pick one that's towards the front of the clearing. Pick right here. Yeah. Uh, so if you, that took five feet, so you still have 20 feet. I can move up to Kizzy yeah. then. I mean, she looks like she's not doing hot, right? I mean, she looks like she's, she's. Do you want me to take an entire. She got some blood and some cold. No, you're fine. She, she looks she like she's. blood and frozen blood. <laughs> got, she's been taking a couple hits. Okay. Well, um, do I. Because I still have my bonus action, right? Yeah. So I'll cast Healing Word, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What you guys, what you guys see, Zenithia, you barely see this at the edge of your vision. You see this tree kind of pop open, like kind of split a little bit, and little two foot halfling pops out. Which this dude who is five feet away from this happen lets out this, just like Kenta's teeth. <laughs> Language. <laughs> we know that guy. Okay, six. Okay, um, on Darian's. What? He has a name. Yeah, he does have a name, but on the thief's turn. Thief turn. It's a name. I was going to ask it, but I forgot. <laughs> right. So you see him all dart off into the woods, come around behind. The big ass yeti. yeti. You dumbass, I'm going to make it run that way. 
He doesn't know that. <laughs> but he now has a flanking bonus, He's which means happy. he gets sneak attack. Yes, yeah, sneak attack. He hits. Ooh, that was good. He rolled with advantage. Uh, so he does 17 damage to it. Attack again. Rolls a natural 20. Wow. Kind of crap damage on that. Um, only seven. But so 24 damage to that Yeti is attacking you, absolutely. It is now Kizzy's turn. And so as Bitsy hops out, she, she casts healing magic on you, and you feel some of the, the chill that's selling your bones fade. I'll yell thank you to Bitsy. And then I would like to use uh, Spirit Guardians. Whew. All right. I call forth my spirits to protect me and put around me at a distance of 15 feet for the duration, which is up to 10 minutes. And um, they are little fey creatures. And I'm designating Olic, Bitsy, Time, Thomas, and Absinthe, Vinithia, and that guy. So pretty much everyone that's not a Yeti. Yeah. Um, it is only up to 15 foot, but I want to make sure that if I move around, it doesn't hit anybody else. And they have to make a wisdom saving. What's the DC? Uh, they have to meet a 15. Okay. The Abomination made it. The smaller one did not. So he's going to take... The little one is going to take 3d8 radiant damage. Ooh. Uh, Olek, you will be next. Um, six, seven, eight. Yeah, 13 radiant damage to the small one, and even though he saved, uh, he takes half as much, so six. All right. Uh, the, the little one's looking pretty rough. Olek, it's your turn. Okay, I've got little one and a big one. And a dead one. I swing the big one, or the dead one at the big one. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no. Yeah, I'm going to attack recklessly. Oh, you know what? They're at disadvantage their attacks against you, so that just makes it straight attacks. And I'm going to attack the small one. Okay. Uh, that is a 21. That hits. That is a 27. And that is a 12. That hits. That hits. 12. Is this on the little one or the big boy? The little one. Okay, roll for it. Let's see how badly you eviscerate this thing. <laughs> uh, that's... Two plus six plus two, a uh, ten, uh, nine, twelve. It is just cleaved apart. <laughs> nice. Fling, fling, fling. <laughs> the Zoro. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. What do you do now? That's an old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. What do I do now? You could action surge. I could action surge <laughs> and attack the big one. I suppose if I action surge, I could recklessly attack again. Or relentlessly attack. Yeah, still. Because it's still the same turn. Oh. <laughs> you doing it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. First one is 25. Second one is 13. Oh, you only get... Uh, the first one hits, the second one does not. Okay, okay. The, the, the second one just kind of bounces, like just glances off the tough hide. Uh, that is... 5, 11, 13 damage. 13 damage. Good, good. All right. You going to stay there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to so, stay there. Olek, you eviscerate the first one just brutally, and then you turn, and one strike glazes off. I messed up. I frenzied instead of relentless. Okay. Okay. That's what gives me the third attack. I got my terminology wrong. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, you... You, you swing out with just this wild like ferocity, and the, the three, all three hit that first one, and it just falls down, gashed to pieces. And you turn, and your axe glances off, one glances off, and one sinks in. Uh, it is now Absinthe's turn. Heck yeah, it is. Um, I'm gonna viciously mock that guy in front of me. Kay. Not the thief, but the yeti. <laughs> I would hope so. 
<laughs> I felt I had to clarify. Um, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, ten. Yeah, no. <laughs> Four psychic damage, and okay. it has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. Um, and then I'd like to shout at the thief guy because I saw him go back there, and so I didn't dissonate whispers and kill him. Um, since he has a name, I'm gonna ask him what his name is. <laughs> is this really the time? <laughs> Absolutely. Darian. Okay, and I'm gonna cast Healing Word on him. Thank you. Because you know if he dies, you need to know his name. Because it's the Healing Word, it's gonna be his name because he's a ding dong. Oh, I rolled real bad though. <laughs> <laughs> you a ding dong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he gets like five points back. Hey. That's okay, I only get six to her, so. I rolled a one. It's something. All right, that can be it then? Gonna stay there? I mean, yeah, because if I try to move, he's gonna die. All me. right, it is the Yeti's turn. Oh no, not the Yeti. Back of opportunity. No, it's staying in combat range with me. Oh, uh, not me. He just left. We're, I'm thinking how I want to do this. He's, you are getting an attack of opportunity against him. Where's he going? So take your attack of opportunity. I also get an attack of opportunity. You do. That is uh, 12 plus 9, so a 21. It stops moving. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so do I not get one No, you wouldn't. Oh, it would have hit first. So it does not move. <laughs> Bam. Oh, and I hit it. Yes, you do. Uh, seven plus six is thirteen plus two fifteen damage. That's pretty good. However, it got its ice breath back. Mm. It's going to hit Bitsy, Kizzy, and Olek. I need all three of you to make Constitution saving throws. Constitution? Can I, um, can I hellish rebuke it? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make a Dex save. Is that what for hellish rebuke? Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be a, oh, so. actually. I don't. I don't know what I rolled. Well, got a Ooh. four. Oh. Thirteen. And it's a save? Oh. Yep. Uh, 12? Ooh. Yeah, I got good 12 too. God. Oh, God. You are double what I'm What's at. your HP at there, girl? A 32. <laughs> ah. That's going to be a zero. Oh, dear. All three of you take 44 cold damage. Oof. And I'm okay. down. Ooh, 44, you say. And I couldn't hell tribute it as I was going down. No, you couldn't. <laughs> Just fuck you. So Kizzy falls unconscious. Real glad we had them temporary hit points. <laughs> as much good as they did this time. How much do you have left, Olek? 23. Ooh. Uh, the other Yeti is going to attack. Run up on me, Yeti. See which, what's going to happen. Going to do one attack at you oh, and one attack it. at him. The attack does not hit you. It gets disadvantage. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's, I am. Which is great because you just prevented a natural 20 from hitting our friend. Good job. Oh. Um, it still hits him. Um, it's not great. He takes. He's down. Nope. Oh, he's one, back to one. Oh, <laughs> one legend! My God, you're welcome. Oh my gosh, what a thing! He's at 14. He takes 13. <laughs> I've forgotten his real name again. It's all right, Dingus works. My spirit gardens are gone. It is. It is Annie and Time's turn. Uh, I will shoot this guy with Tempest. Oh, the Tempest. Change. That is not a misfire, thank goodness. Uh, line of fire, thank goodness. You shoot Oleg. That would just be a 10, I believe. Oh, I guess that would be that would be a 12. Does a 12 hit it? Nope. Okay, I'm going to burn a luck point. Nope. You have to do it before the result is declared. Okay. So, 12 does not hit. I'll shoot it again. Oh, that hits. That's a natural 15. Yep. Okay, so that is a D8 plus a D4 afterwards, plus a D6. That is two fire damage. Okay. Uh, and then 11 regular damage. 
So that's a total of 13. All right. And then 5, 10. Okay. Well, I have two meteors left, so I will use them on this guy. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, he does make that. Um, he still has half, half as much damage. Uh, so he takes uh, that's six for the die roll. So it's a three or three. Okay. And then we'll do a chromatic orb at the big one. Fire. Roll attack roll. Uh, it's a nineteen. That hits. Like when, like when things hit. Three d eight. Fourteen. All right. Fourteen damages. Fire damages. All right. It is then Darian's turn. What a right. champion. He's going to attack it at advantage. Okay. Roll the 19. Nice. But he's going to need to roll the fuck away. <laughs> Gosh, dude. My man. All your good rolls are going to the... He does 15 damage to it with the first strike. He's going to attack again. He's trying to impress me. It's like, look, I'm not a horrible person. That one misses, though. He is then going to use his bonus action to disengage. Good. Run. <laughs> and run off into the woods. Good. All right. It is then Bitsy's turn. Okay. I cast Cure Wounds on Kizzy at third level. Six, seven, eight, 16, 21. Kizzy, you come to consciousness as warmth fills you again. You're taking a deep breath. As Bits, and, and Bitsy is, is like is kneeling above you, her, her, her hands on your shoulder, looking concerned. Come back. And your Thank turn? Thank you again, Bitsy. Into Cave Bear. <laughs> nice. So you, you you thank her. She nods and turns into a <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm used to it. Face ripper. Um, it is then Oleg's turn or Kizzy's turn. Kizzy, you are yep, uh, you are conscious, alive. so you can do whatever you want. I use half my movement to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do the one thing that I didn't want to fucking do. I use seduce the Yeti. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll use cure wounds at fourth level. <laughs> On yourself? Okay. So, uh, as there's explosions, as the, as the meteors are exploding over there, and there's a fireball streaking across, Kizzy stands up, putting her, her own hand to her, her breast and standing up, healing herself. I need another D4. Sorry, D8. Gotcha. No, once, I want to use uh, mine. Once she does her uh, healing, it'll be your turn, Olek, but... Yeah, I mean, go ahead, because I mean, I'm gonna heal myself. Wait, hold on, because I think the cure wounds is a, an action. Um, for my uh, bonus action, I'll cast Shield of Faith on Oleg, which gives you plus two to AC, up to ten minutes. Ooh, I like that. Hello, twenty AC. All right, Kizzy, uh, you're you're gonna heal yourself, and then uh, boost him. Boost him. So. And then I'll take a ten. Can I take, uh, fuck, yeah, ten, uh, I'm also fact. not hearing any, like... You want to do ten or fifteen? Just ten. Cow noises, right? Nope, you haven't heard anything. Okay. And you're a bear, so you've probably got better perception. Oh, that's garbage. Fifteen. Twenty-three, I think. Okay, so Kizzy heals herself. Uh, then Olek. Disengaging is an action. It is. Yeah, I'm just gonna smack it. Okay. First one. That is a nineteen to hit, so I crit. Second one is at, oh, an eighteen. <laughs> so I hit with first the crit, 12, 6, 18, 19, plus 2, so 21 All right. for the first hit, and 6, 12, 14 for the second hit. He is looking real rough. Your, your axe just tears across... It's brutal. Cool. Can I can I scream at it as a bonus action yeah. to try and intimidate it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Intimidation. It's going to be your turn. Yep. Uh, that is a 12 plus 4. So a 16 to intimidate. Doesn't, doesn't do it. He roars back. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to run. It cancels each other out. You're not intimidated either. Absolutely. I'd like to cast Disney Whispers on this guy that's right in front of me. Okay. On dice, you've been pulling me garbage saves. Natural 20. <laughs> oh. Still oh. takes half damage. But he stays. What a dick, though. So it takes six. Not bad. You see its ears start to bleed a little bit. It roars at you angrily. Well, I've rolled at it, so... How are they doing? Just uh, screaming they're both at looking Yetis. really rough. It is their turn. Yeti is going to roll to recover. Breath weapon. Does not recover breath weapon. Ooh. Thank goodness. It is going to, however, Olek. It's a big... number of things are going to happen right now. <clears throat> okay. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. I can do that. No, oh, that's no, a can't. eight. That's, that's an eight. At least it's not a one. How many hit points do you have? Twenty-three. You take twenty-three damage. <laughs> I am at one hit point. <laughs> even with his AC up at twenty. That was the con save. He failed. It hasn't even attacked him yet. I am at. Aww. You're also paralyzed. So Olek, the cold seizes you, and you feel your consciousness fade. But that rage fights its way back up out of you. Okay. That one misses. <sighs> That one hits. Beat it. You get you get twenty-one with no. disadvantage. Oh my god. Oh. No. You're okay. No, I'm not. You're fine. I would have died. You take, Reared back you take up. 17 damage, actually. You take 12 damage, because you're I am raging, so half. Your raging halves it, but you are out. Out that one bitch <laughs> to take me out. I'm a bear. I can't heal you. Um, okay. Oh, oh, boy. I'm on death saves. Yeah, you are. It is. Oh, no. <laughs> that thing is very close to me. It is an atheist. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to have an attack. That hits me. Them. It's guaranteed crit. Woo. And that's. Did you hit that one with fire this turn? Yeah, I hit both of them. The okay. meteor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got the um, meteors at that one. So that. it rolled a natural 20 and a 7. Good. Um. For a 14? Yeah, that doesn't I didn't think so. For its first attack? Oh, 18? It does hit, okay. You take eight damage. Hey, that's not so bad for Claw. It rolled real bad. So it is, that is the Yeti's turn. Um, it is Anithia's turn and Times and Thomas's. You know what you're doing? Yeah, I'm going to shoot that one first. Do it. Does a 14 hit? Nope. Gosh darn it. it again. Burning the luck on that one. Come on. Okay, so that's a that's a 16 plus 8, so that's a 22. Yeah. So that is Bitsy's with an attack rain. Yep. So that's a D8 plus a D6 plus a D4. Okay, so that's six. So that's 13 regular damage, two fire damage. Okay. Yep. It is Zenithia's turn. It needs to die before his turn. Okay. It's okay. It can ooh, it can attack twice. It yeah. can yeah, kill me. That's what I'm saying. It can like, straight we have out to kill, kill, kill me. it before mm-hmm. it I miss my first before attack. Okay. Probably. Okay. Because everyone misses. So I'm going to cast Melt my Meteors again. I'll shoot. Can you do separate yes. targets? Okay. You got to do the big one. I so absolutely. Do the big one first. There. If it kills it, great. Throw it at the second can one. If that? not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then Absolutely. yeah, we'll send one at the big one. Okay. Natural nineteen. Oh. Half damage. Half damage. Half damage. Uh, that is ten total. So five. Okay. 
And then at the other one. I'm fine. Go for the other one or the big one again. I'm going to go for the big one again. Yeah. Mostly because that also has a chance for ice breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's why I've been focusing on it. Oh, yeah. Ice breath. Versus the other one. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about ice breath. Yeah. yeah, We'll send another one. Okay. Roll for damage. I can survive for a few more rounds. Uh, Round three. Three, four. Okay. It is Jerrion's turn. He's all out of potions. Throw a rapier at it. <laughs> he doesn't do anything this turn. Hold action. He is he is laying low in the woods. Injured. He is probably hiding. Heavily. He's like, can I walk through this tree like that half like this? Yeah, I, think, I think that's his thing is gonna be hiding. Um yeah, he's he's gonna hide. So it is Bitsy's turn. Okay. You got this. Kill it. Kill, right. kill, kill. 17? Yep. And I get attacked twice, so. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, yeah! Kill it, 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 kill it. Okay, so with one bite and with one claw. So, bite 1d8. We're going to be eating good in the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't want to eat these. Okay, 10 for the bite. Okay. And then 6. So, the, uh, the 20 is double, so I do 4. D6? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Damn. All right. How do you want to kill this Yeti by the way? Yes. Hard. Well, I mean, I'm a bear, so I'm just going to rip off his face, I guess. <laughs> so as, as time fires his gun a couple times and, hit, or, and grazes once, hits the Yeti, another... It, kind of looks over him in, in a rage and then looks back just in time for a bear claw to rake across its throat and his jaws to clamp on its face and just take it down. It is now Kizzy's turn. I love face ripper. <laughs> At least we have no more experts than we Yeah. It would have recovered at this turn too. <laughs> and we're not and we're not inhibited from movement. Nope. So yeah you can move towards the other one too. Five, ten. Probably the smartest thing to do. Is this five? Go through the tree, teleport to the tree behind it. <laughs> I mean... All right, we could do that. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> that would scare the crap out of a Yeti <laughs> a if a bear. bear just flew out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's two things it knows, snow and trees. <laughs> it's me very confused for its last moments a of life. magical bear tree. <laughs> <laughs> this is how babies the bears are made. The bear trees are <laughs> bountiful this year. They shoot out of trees fully grown. <laughs> I'm going to cast a healing word at Oleg at second level. Okay. Four, six. Get six hit points back. And then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at that guy. All right. He has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, he does not succeed. Uh, 13 damage. <clears throat> you see a light burst inside of its chest, and it lets out this pitiful roar and dies. Look hit point. Wow, good job. Olek, you come to consciousness laying in the snow, uh, feeling like garbage. In your own blood. And a lot of Yeti blood. Um, I, I, uh, because he, like, looks for this guy. He is cowering over in the trees. I can smell him. You can. <laughs> she can <laughs> teleport right to him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you, you you pop for the tree. You pop it next to him. He just screams and like just drops and like covers his head. Kizzy walks over to him and like picks him the fuck up. 
He doesn't resist. You are a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I cannot believe. Times are hard. Yeah, times are hard. You could ask for fucking money, you asshole. And then I'm going to cure wounds on him. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, man. I love Frank. <laughs> uh, six. He starts just blubbering out an apology that's just nonsensical. Can she's I... going like, to slap him. <laughs> heal then slap or not just heal slap like yeah. not enough to hurt him healing like, slap she's, she's gonna be like you're a dumb motherfucker she'll drop him and like pull out her coins and she'll give him 50 gold like you fucking you are lucky you're alive I, I am I, I understand I, I, I know take I, this and get another fucking job he, he, I mean, he doesn't like instantly leave or anything I mean he's just kind of kneeling there in the snow just unsure what to do with himself so everything kind of goes quiet as because he stumps back to you guys. Was a bear following? No, do you Let's want me to keep an eye on him? the dead bodies okay. of his people, well, of his friends. I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word, but it's going to take me 10 minutes. So have your fun. Do you want me to keep an eye on him? So you guys kind of start searching things. I don't think Is there any, anyone else going to do anything with our friend Darian in the trees? He can I'm sit still, there for a bit. I'm just yeah. sitting there looking at We're him. We're not going to let him as go. As a bear. He can think about what he's done. Yeah. And he's got a bear, bear baby. Can I wink at him? Can he's bears kind wait? of out I of don't it. Know. Like he's kind of like probably not a little scurred. Yeah, the last minute has been a little too much for this this man. Uh, he does eventually kind of stand up really slowly and like start backing away. No, no, you're not going anywhere well, from, from from Bitsy like from towards the, the group. I can still eat him. He, he knows he's uh, he's backing have... away from Bitsy kind of towards the, the clearing area. Okay, well if, once he makes it towards everybody else, I'm gonna pop in a tree and go back to the. You are able to find a path that does lead kind of a little bit farther down the road that you could lead the, the carts back here if you want to. Um, it is, night is falling now. Yeah, It is okay. getting extremely cold. Olek and Kizzy and was anyone else caught in that ice blast? Bitsy, you're all feeling really affected by this cold and so you have to camp somewhere. Not sure if this is where you'll want to do it, but we this will. kind of Yeti grounds. Yeah. As, as Bitsy... Fresh. Pulls the cart. Do you want me to pull the carts, or do you just want me to leave it leave it there on the ro- side of the road? Uh, just stay there for now. Yeah, it won't take us long to walk back. Yeah, we'll yeah we don't want to stay here. here. Okay, but do want to search the people and search that house real quick. Yeah, search the I house. I don't need to be part of the mass healing word. Okay, you you find very little on their persons. They're bad bandits. They they have bad weapons. I mean, there's bandit. It's kind of hard to search them because they are gored. You find like. Mm. Eight bodies kind of scattered around here. Oh, jeez. Um, you do find a small cache of gold in there. You find uh, 580 gold kind of stashed That's in a spot. Pretty decent stash. Right. That's f- five hurdy gurdies. Anyone who is damaged gets plus 13. As you finish there. that search, are you going to take Darian with you to the cart? No, he can stay here. Times are tough, like he said. Is, is that what the entire group's? I don't know what Kizzy wanted to do with him. She gave him gold. I think we could take him back to the road. Times are tough. <laughs> Fair he enough. will legit die if we leave him here. Maybe not. Uh, mm. He's got shelter. And bodies. He does, he does kind of come for Please, I Help me make this up. I, I'm sorry. Huh. I, <sighs> I know this isn't what you expected, but what you expected is pretty shitty, dude. What you expected, honestly, would have been worse for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you probably would have died. Uh, we, the, We're two for one drinks. The intention was never Bitsy. to hurt anybody. I swear. 
and You're Zanny. Just insight. Roll for it. He's probably pretty sincere. Everyone uh, he 17. knows is dead. <laughs> he is being honest for everything you can tell. More than that, you can tell that this man is beyond any level of wanting to deceive you. It's like we, we were just we're just gonna rob people. That was the entire goal. It was get him in this clearing, overwhelm him with numbers, make him drop their stuff. That was it. You done goofed. Yeah, I would have rather killed you than drop my stuff. We would have. We yeah, that easily. <laughs> I just gesture to the bodies of the Yetis. I, I, I understand that. How can I make this up? you give you a choice you can stay here figure out how you're going to get back and survive we won't touch you we'll leave you with all the supplies your companions had and you got plenty of yeti meat or you can join us we're going to the bastion of souls (laughs) (laughs) you can help us get there that's your choice oh you if you try to steal from us, betray us, leave us, you will be dead before you get 15 feet away. Guaranteed. Well, he also held his own pretty well against the Yetis, so I mean, considering. I'm just going to be taking apart them Yetis. They got claws, they got fangs, they got I horns, know. they got... I was like, but if somebody's got to watch the cart, because I was like, I could help you with the taking parts, but... I'll keep an eye on him. He's mine now. Ooh. You stay with me. All right. Um, I think it'll be a group effort. You can redeem yourself. I'll think about it. Uh, all right. Um, right now we're heading to Port Eris. You're going to come with us. And then the Bastion. Very, very well. Let's get what we can from these and let's head back. Right, so you harvest up some yetis. You get some pelts. You get some horns. We'll cover all that next time. But you all drag your new friend back towards the cart. Along Do with I your... feel any better in the cold being a bear? Oh, yeah. And we are going to pick up there on the road back or down to Port Eris with all of you at level 10. Oh! <laughs> I get to be an elemental! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the session and have a few moments to spare, we would really appreciate it if you wanted to rate us and leave us a review over on iTunes or Podbean. For contact information, or more information on the campaign in general, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.